Boom! And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. It is Joey Cates. And in the studio today, returning guest from episode two. An OG. An OG. Tyler Prowant. We're going to be talking about skating again, getting a skate park developed, uh, all the things that he's done since 2018 when he was on the show the first time. A lot of uh, stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And talk about Gulf Coast Skate Park Association. Uh, but before we jump into that, like I we think always hosed, do. Dude. Like we always do. Yeah, it's uh, it's back on there again. I don't know. It's just going to be glitchy. I don't know what to do. There's nothing we can do. We have to roll with it. Uh, but before that, before that, before we complain about the internet, uh, before we <laughs> get into the show, we're going to thank the sponsors, like we always do, the people that keep the lights on for us here at the Brownwater Studio. And I remembered the saying, 2024 is the year to smile more. Bam! Quote that all year long. Uh, Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. You can look well on Facebook and uh, Instagram at Southern Magnolia Smiles. They are located uh, on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. If you're looking for a great local dentist, go check him out, man. He's put together a great team. He's a good guy. Go in there and talk Ole Miss football with him. When you're ready to book that appointment, just give him a call at 228-215-1202. Our buddy Tyler over at Taylor & Cox Law Firm. They have been practicing law on the Gulf Coast for over 30 years. No one wants to have to get a lawyer, but when you need one, you want one that's going to fight tooth and nail for you. They specialize in felonies, misdemeanors, DUIs, family law, divorce, child custody, you name it. Uh, if you're looking for somebody who's going to want to, who's can represent you and get you what you need legally, give Taylor and Cox a call at 228-696-0111, and uh, we appreciate their support. Our buddy Rocky over at Cedar Swamp, man, two locations now on the Gulf Coast, Gaucher and Gulfport. He's got all your tackle and apparel needs covered. He does real repair. He sells brown water gear. He's slinging kayaks out of the Gulfport store. He's got fishing gear, rods and reels. Doesn't matter. Give him a shout. Two two eight. Did you? Oh, that's yeah. right. You was over there today. Went to the grocery store. That's Caitlin. right. Yeah. Two two eight two zero five three nine six four, and tell him that Brownwater sent you. Uh, our buddy Kendrick, man, over at Forever Young Men and Women's Health. Look him up on Facebook. If you're still not uh, kicked off January with that New Year's resolution, you're still sitting on the couch feeling like a big turd, and you can't get moving, go get check yoked. out Forever Forever Young Men and Women's Health. Let them run some labs on you. See if you need some testosterone replacement. Maybe you're vitamin deficient. Put your health care in the hands of a professional. Give them a sure. shout. Book that consultation, 228-363-6623. And uh, it'll even, be Horn Island time before you know it. Yeah, you need that beach bod, and you got to start working on it now. And he also um, does consultations with women, meaning that they might need hormone replacement too. So uh, book one with your uh, significant other. Do we do bugs? Our newest sponsor that came on for the year uh, this year in twenty four. We just went by there today, and boy, is that place nice. We're gonna replace this uh, little logo right here with some photos of the of the restaurant. Coming up, it even smells delicious it's, when you walk it, in. He has really done some cool stuff over there. Look it up. Look him up on Facebook. Dewey Dewbugs. They're located just to the west of uh, Scarlet Pearl Casino in Diaberville. They've got a uh, seafood market. You can go in there and buy like fresh seafood. Uh, Royal Reds, yeah. crab claws, crawfish when they're in season. Food and bowls, four hundred dollars a pound. Uh, you're going to be able to get them as well. Get the Maverick. That's right. And uh, they have a full restaurant with a full menu, slinging ribeyes and whatnot. And they jumped on board with us this year, and we couldn't be happier. So we want to thank them as well. Go look them up. And uh, Joey's eating there twice. He said it's great. I can't wait to go and check them out. Looking forward to it. So now that that's out of the way, people, you may have noticed in the intro, I said returning guests. 
Tyler was on episode two when I was still recording these with no video in my kitchen. He's my before me. House. He's even yeah, before me. Yeah, he's OG. got more clout than OG. Dude, look at <laughs> why am I looking? Why am I sitting on this side of the table? We talked about know, it. Yeah. We talked about putting him on this side and you over wow, there. Bad, but man. the questions would it would have been hard to switch the cameras. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah. So now fully. Uh, I guess you did see though maybe the the video when we were in the studio in Biloxi. Yeah, man. So you saw some of that. I also. I mean, I I helped out with the, not even just the here the brown water banter, but a little bit with the sound. That's some right. Some of the background stuff. That's right. And I, I, I forget, dude. It's like. When I was looking at it today, it says, I think it was April, it was 18. I know mm -hmm. that. Uh, I forgot the date. It's on my phone. But anyway, 18, that's five years, no, almost four years ago. I mean, almost six years ago, yeah. right? It's crazy how, See, like, and hearing you doing ago. sponsors, bro. Yeah. Like, I got goosebumps just <laughs> listening to you going on. And not Rattle just like, them, I thought, like, okay, one or two, because mm. I'd seen a couple of your episodes since then. But you, like, have got, man, so, dude. People kind of like us. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell. And it's because even back then you had a vision. There's a lot of things that you said to me and expressed to me back then that stuck with me. And I can see all those things you 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 kind of kept up with and you were true to a lot of the things you wanted to do. Yeah, I think it's going to be a topic on the show as we continue along, but like sticking with what you, with, with what you love, yeah, uh, not giving up, yeah. not, not just saying, hey, it didn't work. You know, We're not where I want to be at all. Joe no, and I, we no, have meetings no, all the time no. about you know where we want to go, and I don't know how to get tonight. there. Yeah, <laughs> we're having one after yeah, this show. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how to get there, uh, yeah. I, like specifically. But mm -hmm. if you just stay at it long enough, and I know that's what you've done, yeah, uh, with with the skate park. So let's jump into that. Let's, uh, like I said, episode two. You came on, and I was listening to a little bit of it on the drive over here. We were talking a about refresher, a little bit of. I a wonder refresher. what I said. I haven't listened to that. Well, back in a while. so I didn't get. I I, I haven't either. Okay. I haven't either at all. Uh, and so it was, it was, you were on the show and Anthony, we were talking about infinity wars coming out because oh, we, it was back. all the, uh, Anthony's podcast that yeah. he was doing pop nutshell. So we were talking about all the, uh, comic book movies and stuff. And then when we got into your stuff, we were talking, I was asking you about the skate park. You were, you, you were going over your vision and we'll get into that again. Uh, but we were laughing about your name, ProWant, and it's like, I guess I couldn't pronounce it when I first met you, and it was like, it's pretty simple, it's two words, and Anthony was like, you should hyphenate, or you said you should hyphenate it, and I was like, don't do that. It was hilarious, but um, you have been into skating for how long? Skateboarding, specifically, for how long? Um, uh, Jordan Duran helped me figure that out. Yeah, the, 22 oh, years. Oh, yeah. by the way, we're not going to hold it against you that you went on his <laughs> podcast before you came back yeah, on ours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll oh, slide. dang. Jordan's a good buddy of ours. Yeah. We'll let you slide. And yeah, he, he was also part of the initial yes. Cast Net Studio standing yes. that up. It's crazy how all of us like kind of Dude, it's were like doing I'm that. remembering all that now because mm -hmm. I, I almost would have asked you like, how'd you get connected with him? I forgot he was you, down. Dude, I know. Dude, I, I, it's all coming back. Yeah. Jordan so, was down there in the first studio and we were painting the floors. This is what I got to deal with every day. Every day. I have the memory of a goldfish. Hey, man, we got a show tonight. What? Actually, I reminded you about. <laughs> yeah, that. tonight he did. He did. did. He did. So, um, so twenty-two years I've been skateboarding. One hundred and thirty-five different skate parks all across the world. He a lot here in America, and I, a lot of that's because of my job in the Air Force. I, I get stationed all over the world, so everywhere I go, including my deployments, I bring my skateboard with me. Sweet. Um. So yeah. How did he get started though? Yeah. With skateboarding. Were you like, like a Tony Hawk student? Uh, dude, we had a lot of the games growing up. Me and my cousin Dylan. I'd say like we were very close in age we grew up a lot like brothers and when he got his skateboard of course i you had, had to have one, one. Right. You had to have and one. we kept going back and forth he learned ollie first and then i wanted to learn then he learned to kickflip and that took me years but then i finally did and so a lot of the and you wouldn't expect to to someone like me to grow up where i did i grew up 
in Florida, but it was the mo- like the most rural area, the lowest population in Florida, Calhoun County. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where that's and, at. Yeah. yeah. And we grew up skating um, on the road in front of my house, and like it's a it's more of a highway than right. a road. And then we would go skate the this abandoned tennis court, and we made a bunch of do-it-yourself ramps, DIY ramps out there, and we'd haul it out in my dad's truck. And that's where my start in skating was. We had to drive an hour to get to the nearest skate park. So, so y'all were grinding on a on a tennis court with yeah. homemade ramps. Yes, like every boy's dream. Yeah, yeah. Still doing it. That's kind of still what I'm doing here with the Gulf Coast Skate Park Association because like we still are making DIY ramps and right. bringing them out there and skating because we have nothing else here on the coast. Yeah. And but there's a lot of other people who are like me and it's easier now because there's in living in the in the city there's a lot of people who skate like a ton of people who skate. Really, right. mm-hmm. really. So one of the things that I did here <clears throat> on the listening to the last episode before I got here. Explain to people, uh, we, we have jumped all around in 2024 so far uh, of the episodes that we've done. We did uh, uh, Mississippi Meemaw, right? And then we did, before that, we were doing a, a meteorologist, uh, Carrie Duncan, who just yeah, retired. Yeah, 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 so yeah. now we're on skating. So, you know, we, we do a lot of outdoor stuff, and this is outdoors, so it mm-hmm. falls in our wheelhouse. But y'all stick with us. We're just bouncing all over That's the place. That's right. But you, you were talking about, give the people the backstory. Uh, I don't think a lot of our audience is going to know of skate parks on the Gulf Coast because okay. I was getting it wrong on the last episode six years ago. Yeah, I only know of one, right? Right, In Gulfport. Right. Yeah. So most of the people know about the one that was under bees, right? Yes. So, and when I talk about that one, I try and I try and be. Uh, as open as possible about what I know. So I skated there in 2011 when I came in through for Gulfport for training and it was a, it was an awesome skate park and it was, it was run and like I would come in there, pay my money and sign a waiver and then go in through the building and go and skate the park. But the, um, the problem is, is when you have wooden ramps and stuff like that, it's hard to keep up. There's a lot of maintenance that goes into that. And then they they also, yeah, they fall apart. Yeah. Warp. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they also had to keep their overhead for their business that they had there. And it was, um, it ended ended being um, being shut down, and uh, I, I don't know if it was mismanaged or something like that. But uh, it, maybe there wasn't money in it, right? Right. Um, so, but to paint a picture for people that never went there, you're talking mm-hmm. wooden ramps, but it was inside of a metal building, right? Or, or was no, it, it, was it was all outside. outside. Okay, yeah, it was all outside. outside. See, yeah. I'm still yeah. getting it wrong. Six years later, yeah, so it was all the, outside. The building was in the front, and mm-hmm. the the skate park was north, so, on to, oh, pretty much on to bees, on to bees, right yeah. where the ice rink is. In that same like lot, they had uh, it all. It was all fenced in a skate park, and they had another building which was like the skate shop that was managing all the skateboarding stuff. So there yeah. was a metal building on the property, though, or am I? Completely... Yes, there there was a metal building on the what property. What was that metal building? That, I think that was the ice skating ring. It's yeah. where the Sea Wolves do their right practicing. And practice. Is that still yeah. does that still exist? Yeah. Well, it was Skateland. I don't know what it is now. And then since then, and one of the when it was shut down, right? There was a lot of like. Like people were jumping the fence, and that yeah. was on the news. Yeah, and yeah. bad light for they the skaters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a young man. Uh, his name was Where Steez, and uh, he uh, Steez would um, he came in there was trying to revive it and was paying a little rent with the people with Skateland to to host some skateboarding stuff there. He passed away um, while I was deployed, and I remember him. There were, yeah, wasn't he in the studio for at one point? Didn't um, we meet him? You may have. It was about the time that a lot of things were starting to grow. Yeah, di- he was diabetic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I met you, him. Yeah. yeah. Young black guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was cool as hell. He, he was, uh, yeah. man, really sweet dude. Yes. Like he was so hot. He had a good humble, heart. Yeah. And a, I didn't know him well. But. Yeah. He had a vision too. And, and I, uh, when he, when he passed away, it was a tough blow for the community. So mm-hmm. the community of skateboarding here on the coast has suffered, um, you know, losing a skate park and then losing another corner cornerstone of trying that, that movement of skateboarding growing again. 
Um, now we're having a huge resurgence since we've been meeting every Wednesday night under the bridge and we've been posting about it and we're going more official trying to like, we're the Gulf Coast Skate Parks Association now. We want people to, you know, see that we're legit and we're trying to not just grow it here on the, like in Biloxi, but we want to grow it all, all over the coast, like saturate yeah. skate parks everywhere. You know? So when you see a skate park, like the ones you see in California and stuff, it's usually like pools, you know, grind rails, mm -hmm. all that stuff that sits there and, and that's what it's for. So yeah. you're saying the one in Gulfport had some stuff that they bought in and built. It wasn't like one of those yeah, that they, you see on the show. Well, right? it wasn't concrete, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. it wasn't concrete. It was, it was made of wood. Yeah. Um, and so usually you see those indoors. That's why it, it was a little – it makes so much sense that, like, it didn't stand the test of time. It's made of wood yeah, right. here, here yeah, in yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if it was made of concrete, if they it costs a lot of money to do it, mm -hmm. to make it out of concrete. But it will last a long time. Yeah. Um, and it's what we want. It's what we want to skate because it's good quality. It's going to last a long time. And that's like the kind of park that we're going for now. Something like maybe you've seen in California or in skate videos. Yeah. Uh, maybe even in passing what people might be familiar with, like Tony Hawk uh, Skate Park Foundation. Um, the kind of projects they fund are going towards money for like those free public use skate parks. Yeah. Um, in fact, this past year, I was a finalist in uh, a, the Tony Hawk Skate Park uh, Hero. Uh, it was the Tony Hawk Skate Park Hero contest. I was a finalist in it. I raised like ten thousand dollars for uh, skateboarding projects across the United States. That was before I got stationed back here at Keesler from Belgium. Okay. So, it's it. Those are the kind of parks that we want to make, or the free public use skate parks made right. with concrete. Um, but we want it. Here, I think in the coast, there's a lot of guys who really like the street elements. So, like, we're talking like ledges, things that maybe stair sets, things that like mimic things you would see out in the town. Right, 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 right. right. Where, yeah. people, where people, where people run y'all off. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, because right. that stuff's so fun to <laughs> skate. You can't skate here. Yeah, get off get, my get off. Hit us with yeah. a, uh, spray us with a hose yeah. or something. Get off my lawn. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the kind of thing we're going for. And when we're, uh, when we're advocating for this, we, we're trying to tell people it's more like a skate plaza. And like, my vision for the park which we're meeting on January 31st, a ton of us skaters are coming together to talk about what kind of, th if we could wave a wand, what kind of skate park we would want, mm -hmm. um, bringing all those requirements to the table. Like if it, if we want it to look more like a plaza, make it look more like, um, you know, or do they want it to be more bowls and transitions? You know, some of the things that some people like to see are like big ramps and stuff, but we're also concerned that our community is kind of, they haven't had a skate park in a long time and they have to drive to Mobile, Alabama or Pensacola or New Orleans to go to a premium skate park. Right. That those are the areas, the closest areas around here. The closest like to what yeah. your vision is. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and we could do it better, I think. What what are those the the ones that you're talking about, Mobile, Pensacola, New Orleans? Do you know are those and I think we talked about this, are they county owned, donated by the city? There are these private businesses. The one uh no, it's not they're not businesses. In fact, it's it's kind of funny. They all have different stories. Um so Mobile, the city wanted it and so they got it funded and the skaters worked with the city to get it put, you know, to break the ground and have the contract, do all that stuff, and it was like city um now it was through grants and city funding, like right, a combination. Right, right, right. Now in New Orleans, they did things way different. Oh, of so, course, it's New Orleans. Why yeah. would they do it like anybody else? Yeah, and I I kind of love this story because you find out a lot about um like DIY projects. Sometimes they do these renegade projects. Skateboarders will come in, don't even ask the city. They just start like putting concrete down, starting doing stuff, making DIY stuff, and they don't they don't really coordinate with the city. They just do it because it's an underused part of their city. Mm -hmm. And so they built a lot of stuff down there under the under a bridge um in New Orleans. 
and then there was a big uh, a big stink. The city was tearing it was going to tear it out, and then there was community uproar. Yeah, and then, they were and, mad. They're like, they're not hurting anybody. And, and the city's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, y'all want this? Oh, okay. Well, it looks bad on us. Let's uh, let's see. Let's add some money to this. See if we can get some big people so, in. So, and so they don't ask it. for permission. Back for forgiveness. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. there's two ways to handle it, yeah, right? And yeah, so yeah. we've been leaning forward very much with Biloxi to get a skate park built, and it seems like they want this here. Um, and and when I say city that, city councilman and yeah, spoke, okay. So uh, Alderman Felix Gines, he put in uh, well. The community of Biloxi put in that pickleball court, and they have a Howard Hopkins project happening right now. And when they put in that pickleball court, I was holding the ribbon, and I was at the ribbon uh, cutting ceremony, and he said a few words, and he was talking about how we need these kind of recreational spaces for our youth. But after he got done talking about the pickleball court, he said, all right, now we need to focus on the skate park. And I was the only skater standing there, and I was hooping and hollering for all of us. <laughs> so you were already in his ear before that, and was that the only reason you were at the ribbon cutting, or do you play pickleball? I don't play pickleball. I think it's <laughs> so cool. So you were a plant. I well, dude, I am purposefully there. I am going places. Yes. I this is happening, man. Oh, I'm not, I, I, whatever, yeah, I'm where proud. I, if I have to be in the room where it happens sometimes mm-hmm. because I put myself there, that's fine. Because, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to highlight yeah. the fact that you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why you were there. Yeah, and, okay. and well, I didn't even really ask. I was like, uh, I just kind of gra- yeah. like because a bunch of people walked up <laughs> and grabbed the red this ribbon. Dude is? <laughs> yeah. Why is he here? Yeah. I'm on the end. You, I got the picture. I'll have to show y'all. But I'm on the end holding the ribbon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, were you already in his ears specifically about the skate park, no. or did he just say that? No, there's. I think that he's seen some of the things I've been doing, but I know that there's people who are on the uh, Biloxi Main Street Board of Directors. Yes. Um, and one of our, our huge advocates and huge help for all this movement is Eric Keller and Corey Christie yes. and a couple yeah. other people there. And I, I feel like you guys know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And they've been helping me, pushing me like, and like every time I'm, we're faced with a challenge, I bring it up to them. They try and find a creative way to fix it. Like we have problem with the lights. Right. And so they're talking to the people who can fix the lights where we're skating. When we were saying that we want to do these events, like this event that we're going to do here on the 20th, okay. he's been a big part in helping us coordinate that, make sure we have the right permits or we're doing it by the book because yeah, we could go renegade, go like New Orleans, right? But I don't want to face the stink. Right, right. right. And I don't want to give a bad Especially name. Especially when you're trying to get yeah. something. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and this isn't – this is like our pilot park. We want this to happen in Biloxi. But we want to show that this model works. We want to show the economic impacts, how it's impacting the youth, how this is a good thing for the community. We want to show that with Biloxi. Biloxi is going to win big compared to the other cities because they do this. And then we want to move and go to Ocean Springs – that should have had a skate park for a long time. Think about the kind of art community yeah. they have down there. Yeah. Long Beach. And then maybe one day Gulfport, um, you know, if we're talking about the order. But I, I'm not stopping there. We want to build this thing all over the coast is my vision. Is yeah. Like if we're going to call ourselves the Gulf Coast Skate Park Association, we want to do it across the Gulf Coast. Okay. So, so the, talk to people then. You've mentioned it. But explain to me what you're doing now in Biloxi and, and like how you're doing it, the legality of it, and mm-hmm. how, how you started just that. So – uh, well, with Wednesday night skate sessions, it's kind of like been the start. And then because we want to show, we've been using these big skate jam events like on Saturdays, like once a quarter to highlight like our community. And so the last one was really successful. We had a game of skate contest. It's kind of like when you play horse, um, you know, you ever play horse with yeah. basketball? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you set a trick with the skateboard and then someone else has to try and do gotcha, it. Gotcha, and so it was gotcha. a tournament and it was really successful. We had like 30 skaters in the event and, uh, like a hundred, 150 like spectators and families come out 
And we partnered up. That many? Yeah, and we partnered up with the disc golf guys who they had about like 60 people playing disc golf that day. I might be wrong on the number. Somewhere right. around 60. I didn't know there was a there's a course underneath there, too, the, that eight, people don't know about. Uh, and then Super. Yeah. Those, and that's another, like, community. Yeah, Save the Par, uh, Ryan Morris. He's been a huge help with partnering with us, and he's been a huge advocate for us. And they were successful, and we're kind of following their footsteps. They've been raising money. They got enough to fund an 18-hole uh, course out there and they're doing tournaments and stuff in tandem with us right and w so what's happening is the city seeing that space is being used underutilized space right like a space that like yeah because what else can you put under that do you put the, the farmer's I, market but y'all aren't in yeah. the farmer's market y'all are north of that right right i could set up a cardboard box you know maybe sleep under it yeah right exactly <laughs> there's exactly. a lot of that yeah. which they on. which i know the city wants to deal with that problem maybe by making it nicer putting in these parks and basketball courts and maybe a canoe launch point and all these other things the, this is how you could improve that that right. problem maybe. now was joey right though are you under the same one you're under i-110 yep and then you're just north of where the, the farmer's market is yes so yeah. you're on north the north side of the track, track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay is that where they painted the murals and stuff the murals is north of that it's closer to the pickleball courts more on the uh, Hopkins, sorry, Howard uh, Avenue. Like it's like if you were to pass under the bridge on Howard, uh -huh. that's where the murals are, and they look awesome. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay. I know we're talking. So about. Th yep, that's that right. that space never gets utilized unless it's maybe overflow from the Shucker Stadium, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm, even whenever the Shucker Stadium's full on going, that parking lot that we're skating, no one's in. I was going to say they don't want to walk past the tracks. Yeah, right. and the overflow is the farmers market one. There's a lot of parking. That yeah, 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 there. I, yeah. I and mean, that's the only thing around there besides like Fly Llama, but they don't yeah. really have. I don't. I don't think they have that many. They are doing great, but yeah. I don't think yeah. it'd be that many. So it's basically just concrete sitting there doing nothing. Yes, and our our goal would be to take. There's two parking lots there. Take those out, and we would put in the skate park there, and that's where. The city wants it. That's where we want it. We've been utilizing the space so that people could get familiar with us mm -hmm. using that space. So when we do these events there, like people are like, oh, yeah, that's where they should put a skate park. They're already there. They're yeah. using the space. All I'm waiting for is them to say, hey, we want to designate this for skateboarding, and we will leave our ramps there. Yeah. The but, DIY stuff they keep hauling out and there. And it's not all – is it only – I mean, you, you could bike. You could inline yeah. skate. You could – you were saying skateboard. You could bring all yeah. kinds of different stuff in there. And right? I, I try to make sure I use inclusive language because we're very <laughs> inclusive, right? Uh, and it's and I try to be like, it's all wheel. You want to yeah. come out there with your one wheel, your scooters if yeah. you want. Unicycle. Uh, your, yeah, unicycle, <laughs> uh, fruit booting, yeah. BMX. Yeah. Yeah. Practice, yeah. Practice yeah. juggling yeah. and unicycling. Yeah, yeah, get it going. That's killer. And, I like that, though, like the inclusive language. Like it's like a – you know, parallel to like society nowadays. Like we don't want to offend anybody in the community. Well, I mean, usually I don't care how many wheels you have. Yeah, yeah dude. If you got one or four, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. You had two and you took one off. I don't yeah. care. Right? <laughs> well, well, usually that that community runs together, like the BMX kind yeah. of trick yeah. and the skateboard and the inline guys. They're all kind of yeah. running the same. Do y'all have Do y'all have any bike? BMX style stuff uh, out there? Yeah, we've had a couple guys come out there in BMX. Uh, our obstacles aren't really yet designed for that, but doesn't mean they can't come out. We have a stair. We have a, a three stair that we haul out there. Uh, we got two quarter pipes that you can uh, you can bike. Um, but um, Biloxi Bicycle Works has been a yes. huge help yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with cool dude, making yeah. sure people. Yeah, so y'all know Bart. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I've talked to him. Yes, yeah. he's a dude. I love I love where his mind's at because he's talking about lifestyle with people, and uh, he comes. He tells all the BMXers to come out there. Right. I, anytime so. I meet anybody, and I don't really care what they're into, honestly. But when you're obsessive about it, and there's a, especially if there's a it community around it, like the music scene for you know, obviously yeah. for me, that that's. People understand that. Like, yeah, okay, music, right? But mm -hmm. most people don't understand what the community's like, meaning 
yeah, you might go see a large band at a concert or something, but you don't realize that that big band came from a music scene in a local town that they knew the guys who didn't make it, who did made it. You yeah. know, like there's, it's like you it's came exactly from one town that, and then you go talk to people in the music scene down there from that era and they're like, oh yeah, they was a part of that. Yeah. Like it's, and there's it's a little a click. Like, and there's a little like, bit of etiquette too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so skateboarding is no different, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I love when people are passionate about something, whether, again, I don't care if you're like into cheese, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is, there's a community around it and you're dedicated to it. It's killer, man. So I, uh, I was, I was looking right here on the Facebook page. I'm trying to give people an idea of what you're talking about when it comes to y'all have to move all this stuff still. That, yeah. Am I understanding you it's, right? It's wooden half pipe ramps. I saw them the yeah. other day. It's, so they're like, it is a challenge. Two yeah. by fours. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we have to move it every time. And so honestly, the, the so skaters are, are great. They keep bringing their stuff out there. Uh, and so we get quarter pipes that'll show up every once in a while from a, uh, a new skater who heard about us and is just like, hey, we just want to see the community grow. And then even me, out of my own pocket, I've been uh, donating to make ramps. And then I've had people like, well, like I tell them what material I need and they'll show up with like angle iron and stuff. So look, can you check it out over here on the screen? People on the uh, audio, sorry, y'all can't see this. Go look up his Facebook page, Gulf Coast Skate Park Association. But yep. it say, what are we looking at right here? So this is a quarter pipe that my buddy Jamie, he brought in. Um, so this one, it was homemade. Um, and that's kind of the stuff we're rolling with right now. So that quarter pipe is about little, about four feet tall. Um, it's pretty mellow in terms of skateboarding goes. Okay. And right. so a lot of our guys get out there and they get techie on it. We got this one guy, Andrew, uh, uh -huh. Andrew Bruce. He's a local legend, really good. Um, he's got, he's got some tricks on there that, uh, that he, I, I mean, he's, I, he's probably the best one I've seen skate that so far. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm noticing, obviously, like you said, that looks like that's made out of wood. I can't tell yeah. from this photo right here. Let me click over here. Are those it looks casters like it's, on it? It looks yeah. like, yeah, like you roll it and it's up against yep. the curb. The curb. That's you what don't want it to move, obviously, yeah. while you're on it. So, right. right. They, those are casters and uh, that what they have sense because um, the elements uh, falling off. off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But what's crazy is we leave this under the bridge, right? And uh, people come out and skate it and we went skating and uh, you one, can see it a little better there now. Yeah. Yeah. So at the bottom, um, it started to chip up and someone, so I rolled it on side so nobody would get hurt. They could see that's a problem with right, it. And right. someone stood like within a week stood it back up and then went and got a metal transition plate so you could roll over it smoothly. <clears throat> and I'd even ask anybody to do it. They just showed, and that's right. how the skateboarding community is. They just want it to work. Right. I'd like, okay, it needs some TLC. I'll go spend 20 bucks yeah. at Harbor Freight or Lowe's and get a sheet of metal put on there. I'm looking on your page to try to like, sh okay, here's a good one. Okay. So, so, here, no, this is what you want. Is that on your Facebook page? No, I can, uh, I so can send it to you. The, 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 the half pipe is usually what people right are. Here. It's coming up yeah. right there. Right. Well, that's some grind. Yeah. So that, yeah. that actually, I made that when I was in high school. That's, we called that the beast. I know yeah. it's a 2008 <laughs> name. We called it the beast. It's a, it's a hand, it's a flat rail. So it's a actual like metal rail that I welded together in ad now, class. How does that not fall over? Cause you're saying this is removable. How does yeah. it not fall over when you hit it? It's heavy. Yeah, it's so like, what, but, you I, what, but in a perfect world, a you would base. want that secured into the concrete. That's right. If I could, if I got permission to bolt that down, yeah. I would. Yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah. But, but what I'm asking you is, is when you hit that, then obviously your weight has to go up and then straight down. You're yeah. not putting any sideways weight on that. You're, you're thinking physics. -wise. You're thinking with your 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 jujitsu mind. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That, I'm looking at that photo. I'm like, I don't know how you're even doing that. So but. yeah, you're right. You when you come up, like with the board, you're coming up, and then you want your weight to go straight back down. If yeah. you go. If you bring your board and put your weight like sideways on it, it's it you fall will tip over. it over. Correct. So, Correct. Um, so a perfect world, we need those 
secured in the yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me then that and I'm glad we pulled let me real quick. Well, what I was saying is you usually see the 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 half pipe and that's mm -hmm. usually what skate was founded on, right? It's yeah. just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. For those little ones, the quarter pipes, you're limited, yes. right? Because you can only do so much. Mm -hmm. So could you do you have a place to put a whole pipe down there, do you think? A half pipe? Uh yeah, like if we were to get like a, a half pipe, we'd absolutely be able to put it under the bridge, um, and it would be it'd be good. Um, the kind of park that we're looking to build, it's not it's not going to be anything like the Costa scene. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be like like we want like a two million, three million dollar skate park, Ooh, like yeah. what they did in Pensacola. Pensacola, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. guy named John Shell for eight years, he fought to get them a skate park, and he finally got it. And it's a two point two million dollar skate park in Pensacola. Underneath, get it. Their I one ten bridge, right, 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 the right. Sa same scenario, just a different city, right? Yeah. Um. So what? we want to do what they did, and like, so whenever we go and put in like uh these ramps, like they're gonna be quality, they're gonna be all like a, a holistic design um to the park, and so like a half pipe for sure would be included, but maybe it's an element of the park right at whole. Yeah. Um. But if we got a half pipe there today, dude, that'd be dope. What, what right there before it flashes off the screen? What is that right there? That same kind of styles that I knew yeah. was gonna go. No, I it. saw it. Yeah. Uh, so that was a three stair setup. It was a, a prototype for a three stair I made for the community. Okay. Um. So in my garage right now, I have uh three stair, uh, two sets of three stairs. One that I built with money that we spent like about five hundred. We spent way too much on it. Five hundred dollars off Lowe's. Um. I put it together in my garage uh, over a weekend or two. Um. And then, uh, and then after that, uh, I found some pallets laying around. No, that was me. Sorry, Jerry. That was actually me. <laughs> that was actually me on that one. I hit. I went. I guess I don't know what hit that. The ice. I don't know. Anyway, uh, keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Keep going. Well, I was saying is uh, I found some pallets and then I went and turned those and refurbished them into another three stair. And so now, whenever the demo happens and the skate uh, the skate event happens. Um, there's going to be two three stairs set up for people to skate. And that's what our best trick contest is going to be on. Okay. Um, is going to be on those three stairs I made, um, which is something that I learned when I was stationed in New Mexico, when I started up my, my old skateboard company, shotgun skateboards. You remember yes, that? Yes. So yes. it's, it's, I say it's in hiatus. It may never come back. No, if don't I'm ever being, say that. Don't if, ever say it, that. I will rebrand before I bring shotgun back. I think. Why? Why? Uh, don't, please don't say like, why? Tell me why. Uh, because creatively I want to go in a different direction with the art. I love art. And so I think that shotgun kind of put me in a more of like a a kind of creative space that's like oh maybe i can go into hunting maybe i can go into the military maybe i can go into guns maybe i can go yeah. into I, and like that's great but i can only take those categories so far but if i maybe rebranded it to be like something else that i'm not i mean i i see what you're saying and I, I didn't know that when you named it that that's what you were thinking or mm -hmm. no is that correct uh, yeah i was in the military like sure. yeah, man, yeah. I, yeah i still, <laughs> I still am. am yeah uh and me and my buddy that's really it and it took off where we were, um, but here on the coast, there. Uh, but I still think it could be. Again, I just mean, you know, we're just chatting. But yeah. Like I still think you could keep it shotgun skateboards, and it could have any artwork on it. That yeah, it just sound cool. Yeah. It just sounds. Just cool. put your little logo on it, and then yeah, put whatever like you it, want. It, it on does it. it. But anyway, that's I'm, just, I'm, I might. Saying. We'll talk yeah. more. about You could that. have like yeah. damn. Hey, we got a Pelican most... logo that would look sweet. <laughs> yeah. Any of your yeah. boards. Yo, collab. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I forgot where we were at though. So I was talking about that three stair we made. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but no. So that that makes me think like, 
it's like again i'll i'll relate it back to like the music community you know he's hauling gear in and out of the shows like drums guitar bass people don't realize how much work that takes even when we were and running y'all are y'all the, are doing the same thing yeah when yeah. we were doing the sound with bringing mm-hmm. the bands in and out you saw it and that was just on a small scale then yeah. um but y'all are doing the same thing for your thing yeah, yeah. and uh I, I kind of love the grind a little bit, but at the same time, like it needs to be going somewhere, right? Yes. It needs to, yes. and that's why we do these things and we're making, we've made a little bit of uh fun. We've been fundraising. I'm not saying we made money um, because we, we need this money to stand up our organization. So that's why like every, everything we do needs to have, like it needs to be towards something. So this event that we're doing is towards getting us stood up by the January 31st. My goal is to have, submitted for uh, our, our EIN number to be legally registered as a 501c3 charity with the with the country yep. right, you know, right, with, right. With, uh, with the feds yeah. correct um, and be registered with the state and we are not yet but we the money that we're raising will be going towards doing that now, writing up our bylaws so our organization can stand the test of time and nobody can go in and and take the money and embezzle it and stuff knock like it away, yeah. yeah like that's why that's why we need the money that we're raising now once we're there we can start going after grants and talking to like the skate park. Pro- like everybody knows Tony Hawk. He donates money for skateboards right, right, right. or for skate parks. And there's a bunch of other grants that are like that. But you have to be established first. Yeah. The city could go for them. But the real reason we're doing all this is because the city isn't, they're doing a great job. I'm not, I'm not, not bashing them, but they're not doing it as fast as we want it. We want to right. skate well, park it, now. Yeah, that's- <laughs> and so I don't care what kind of legwork we have to do to make it happen, but we have to be registered to do all that stuff. Yes. And yeah. that's the that's the real vision with everything we do is adding up to something. So you saying us hauling that stuff out there, like it's not wasted on me because it's on my back that I'm, yeah. I'm kind of pulling a lot of stuff out there. And, and well, But you're getting on the news, WLOX, WXXV. Yeah. I mean, they've all, that's all, you know, hype for y'all and, yeah. and good press. And we Absolutely. keep, we keep rolling with it too. Like after that, like we got a lot more people coming to our events and, and seeing us and like, like I think the skaters, for a long time have been afraid to hope right when steve started to do that stuff right it was after coming after just a few years after they shut down the park and so a lot of skateboarders kind of like were gave hesitant up. to yeah, yeah, yeah gave yeah, up yeah. and yeah. even now they're seeing me coming in new guy on the block trying to do something right so some skaters are still a little hesitant and i and i, I would hope that like they'd come out and see like what we're doing and like we're so consistent. Every Wednesday night, we're under that bridge. Every quarter, we're going to be doing an event. Maybe next time, we'll do it in Ocean Springs. See if they're up to do it in their downtown area. We would love to, because that, like, we want this thing to grow, not just be here. Yeah. Um, but but it, to, to do it, of course, you'd have to have, what, 20, 30 yards of flat concrete to be able to do anything with it. A little bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something smooth. Some, like, I'm thinking there's a couple parking lots I got my eye on in Ocean Springs. Right. You know, skaters, they, they see the world through a different lens. They, right. They're always thinking, can I skate that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's I, the first thing I thought when I walked in here. You you, you mentioned. Oh, you could skate this for sure. Yeah, you yeah, could go yeah. out the door. You, you talked about it a second ago, uh, your event. Is that on your, is that is there an actual Facebook event created for that? Uh, there's not a Facebook event created for that, but we it's all over that. our social media. Um, we got to make that happen. We yeah, there it is right there. Boom. Yeah. And so, so go into that, that to event. The camera, yeah, yeah, go into that event. I'll, I'll grab Whoop. it. Let's see if I can it. So, yeah. Whoop. Right there. Okay, Biloxi Winter Skate Jam. Yep. I can't read all that, but it says January 20th, 2024, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. under the I-110 Bridge, 205 Hopkins Boulevard, Biloxi, Mississippi, 39530. Free lessons uh, from 9 to 10. Demo by Chain Skate Team, 11 to 12. 
Best Trick Contest sponsored by Yaya Skate Shop. Yaya still in business. 1 p.m. And then Food by Making Groceries. That's Corey and That's his Corey wife. That's Corey and his wife. Or yep. his wife and Corey, to be yeah. correct. And hey, then, don't give him any credit. Correct, it's his wife. correct, correct. <laughs> so, that, so that's cool. So, let, so let's jump in that. You need to go on your Facebook, though, and create an actual event that we can share. Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. Um, I, I'll do that after this. Yeah, yeah, do it right um, after that because we'll share it on our page and the whole nine. Yeah, so one thing that came up here uh, when you were reading that I really want to make sure I highlighted is we got, so in, like you said, in skateboard, or like in a, and no matter where, what your thing is, like if it's jujitsu or whatever, you know some people who are really good at it, right? Yeah. So in, we're having Change Skate Team come down from Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, they won a big contest. Red Bull put on the terminal takeover in New Orleans. So in New Orleans, the, at the airport, they, they turned a part of the airport into a skate park. And Good. then they invited uh, cities from around the country and their skate teams to come and skate it. So like Dallas, um, uh, Pensacola, uh, you had New Orleans team. Um, you had people from Tupelo, Mississippi, from all and uh, Denver. Uh, I think there was a team from uh, uh, Colorado Springs. Anyways, they're all over the, the country. They come in and they skate, and then little old Tupelo, Mississippi, goes in and wins the contest. Really? Wow! And so put their put their name out there in a big way. So change change skate team. I'm repping their shirt right now. Yeah, okay, uh, they're coming to do this demo. So this will be the best skateboarding that has been seen on the coast in a decade. Easy. Because like they, there hasn't really been any big demos in over ten years, um, and so them coming down is going to be a real big fire and a lot of energy coming to Y'all's our city, community. yeah, in our community, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're going to come down. Uh, Matt Robinson, the guy who runs the team, I've been working with him, and it's, I'm just so stoked that's going to happen. I went up to Tupelo and skateboarded with them. And What's their parks and stuff up like? like yeah, so they, they legit. Yeah, well, the the park that they had was. <clears throat> um, it was made a while ago, um, and it, it wasn't exactly what they wanted, but the city just kept uh, – the, the community there just kept working with the skaters, and they got, like, on upgrades and, and updates. They had, uh, you know, skate park um, builders come in and renovate the park off of – what they did was they did they hosted a, a, an event called Change Fest. Okay. And they shut down downtown, and they, they hauled out a bunch of stuff, and it was a huge skate. It was featured in a ton of uh, – a uh, ton of different um, skateboarding avenues, like our like we we uh, have a bunch of places that we go and watch skate videos. Right, mm-hmm. it was featured there, and then they didn't even know they were about to be presented with this. But the mayor comes down and presents them with Small Festival of the Year award. Nice, yeah, and like they they did a bunch of cool stuff like that, and that's so that's got their community growing. And we're yeah. trying to. I've been working with him, listening to everything that they did that was successful, and just doing that down here. I bet him. Uh, so Matt Robinson and John Shell, these guys who keep doing big things in skateboarding for the communities. Right. I'm listening to them, and I'm trying to see them as mentors. Every move they've made, I'm trying to see why it was yeah. successful. Trying to do it down here, and it's well, working so far. The I think the bottom line is uh, revenue. Yeah. Like it's going to bring people. That's what the city wants to hear. Right? Yes. What, what is oh. the revenue going to do for the city of Bullex? Oh, I, it was one of the coolest moments I had. I, I got to give a presentation um, to the the Biloxi Main Street Board of Directors. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are yeah. sub- business owners and, and other people in the community. And whenever I went into like why we need a skate park, I talked about the youth. Right. We need the we need the youth to start like talking to people, being more social. We talked about how skateboarding makes them more resilient. There's a ton of like good like health aspects to that. 
That's great. It's good for the community. We start networking more. I'm coming on your show to talk to you about this. Other people hearing about this good thing that's happening. Great. But when I when I talk, started to talk about the economic impact, they all sat up in their chair. That's yeah. all they're worried about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, that's the bottom line. That's yeah. what they work. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we want to, you know, it's one of those things that will bring people to the coast. So if you think about it, me and all my friends who go and skate, Oop. right? Um, we are, we will leave this city to go to a city that has a premium skate park mm -hmm. and we'll go yeah. there. We'll eat lunch or dinner. So you're taking we'll, Mississippi yeah. dollars out to gas. Mobile or New yeah. Orleans, wherever you're if, going. If there's an event there that's in skateboarding, then we're going to stay the night in a hotel. We're going to have a good time. And then we're going to post about it on social media. And that city just keeps getting more and more of our money instead of it being here. Yeah. If we had these skate parks here, yeah, all those people would also come here. The people who live in this like skate vacuum between Mobile and, in New Orleans, right. they would come here. The landmass between New Orleans. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's and, what's crazy is that North Mississippi is outshining the coast. That's, and that usually yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And that's another point, right? Because yeah, the got, coast is usually the gym. And now we got Tupelo Skate Park and we don't have one. Yeah. And I know. And, and we, the skateboarders here, like, there, there's really good skateboarders in Tupelo and there's skate, like good skateboarders all over Mississippi. But they definitely are getting a chance to hone their craft because they got one in their town. They yeah. Skate park. Yeah. And you know, skateboarding is the Olympics, right? Did you know, I did that? Not know that? It just, what, last year? 20, I know it was in the 2020, 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I met the bronze medalist for the, for USA, Jagger Eaton. Um, he, really cool dude. He skated in New Orleans in 2017. I got to meet him <laughs> then, but when he won it, uh, when he got third, right. Um, that's, that's really cool. Guy from Japan won it, Yuto Horigomi, right? Mm -hmm. And you would think skateboarding started in the U.S., right? It's really popular in the U.S. You would think that we would have top podium seats all the time, but Japan is coming to to, to kill the game. They them they're and Brazil too damn focused. Well, yeah, I mean, too damn focused. We'll, we'll look at. I mean, you can look at. Uh, America, I mean, United States created baseball. Yeah, yeah. And now and look they, at it. They Japan, love it in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, well. And I'm thinking about, man, we we have to deal with a lot of, like, uh, how skateboarding started, right? It was seen as, like, oh, man, that's the undesirables, the misfits. They're going to go and skate and be rebellious and all that stuff. But it's grown into a sport now. Mm -hmm. It is it is recognized. And I think it's sad that we got a lot of kids who are 5 and 10 who may like skateboarding, but they don't have no platform to get them to the Olympics. It's going to be in the Olympics in 2024 in Paris and then again in 2028 in, in Los Angeles here back in the United States. And I think it would be cool if we had some people repping from the coast here in Mississippi going, but they don't have a yeah. platform. They don't have skateboard uh, skate parks that they can hone their craft at and then go on. To, uh, they don't have any uh, like a track for them to go. If they were like maybe in L.A. and other big cities, they would. But I think that they, they deserve that down here on the coast, especially the skaters that I meet. They, they really love it. Um, that's, what, what what is the the route? Do you do like local skates? You get big. You can do like, I, I, and I'm speaking for somebody who doesn't know anything. X Games is that where you? How do you climb the ranks? Yeah. How okay. do you get up how there? You, how do you get big? There's a couple ways. Um. So in skateboarding, I'll I'll go over what the like the skater skater like the dude who's like too cool for school who street yeah, skates yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He wants to put out a street part. It's like it's like a mixtape for a rapper. Yeah, basically it's yeah. that. Um, yeah. You put together your best tricks that you did out in the street environment, mm -hmm. not in a skate park. And yeah. sometimes you get so good at that. Like like there's guys who, um, you know, they, they get known that way and they pick up sponsors and maybe the sponsors see if they, they are interested in going and doing the contest route. And there's some skaters who just love street skateboarding so much that they won't. Um, but then you get people who are like, okay, well, I'd love skateboarding. I'd love for it to pay the bills and contests is a cool way to do it. And I've been growing up going to skate parks. And so they will get involved with 
you got X Games, right? So there may be amateur competitions that lead there. So there's a big contest in Florida called the Tampa Am. And so they'll go out and look for contests like that, the like um, in different cities, like the different Am contests. You start to win those, and then you get start to be invited to the pro contests, right? Probably similar in every every um, community um, a sport. Once you get invited to the pro contest, you do That's like there. the NFL of skating. Yeah. So we got Street League, which is huge in the U.S. Street League and X Games are probably in the Dew Tour, and there's a couple other big ones, but those are like the main three that will lead to then the World Championship or World Championships of skateboarding contests. So that one's like international, where you're facing off people from all, any country. Mm-hmm. So I've been keeping up with those a little bit, um, and like I keep, yeah, the U.S. is holding it just barely. There's a ton of other countries that are coming in. Brazil, uh, we got. Um, Africa, uh, Canada has got a lot of people coming in. Um, Australia, Japan. I, I, I missed the part earlier. I was checking the comments. Yeah, <clears throat> where you said with Tupelo though, was is theirs private or was theirs? The city stepped in and helped them get one. I, I missed the, what you said. So theirs was the it was they built it at a playground. So it was it was on city property, city funded. Um, city funded it and paid yeah. for the concrete yeah. and it's a it's all it's not removable it's it's right what you want yes yeah. okay but uh, so because i'm running this through my head as, as we're talking the footprint that you already are using out in uh under the i-110 bridge is that a big enough footprint for you guys to have the park that you would love it i hope it is i think it is i think it is it's basically two massive parking lots and all the greenery and space around it that we could use the kind of park that I'm thinking about would have international appeal. Like, um, I have. It'd be I, I, a good starting point. Yeah. Be a, would it, it would be, be a good starting. Good, point? It would be a great starting. Well, point. Well, anything's better than yeah. nothing. Correct. It'd be yeah, the yeah, perfect. Pilot but there, skate there is park. like two. Like there is like, oh, we did it, but it's like this is too small. This yeah, is yeah, not yeah, yeah, going to yeah. try. It's going to make people more upset than it does anything else. I think it's plenty of room, actually. Like, okay, that, that's my yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to yeah. ask for more, but like they, they, the place that we've been talking about is between. I don't know if you've seen those columns, but there's like. Uh, between the columns, we're getting both parking lots, column to column, essentially. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about the the farmers market. I'm thinking about the yeah, amount it's, of space. It's about the same as the farmers market. The they amount, get two sets of columns. The amount in of space there. we used for um, the sheep said that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. The we only had one, so twice that. that. I mean, that's a lot yeah. of space. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, from what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. And well, it, the Biloxi is a little bit different. I mean, it's a little bit more spaced out, but it is. I mean, but on a skate real skate park. You would want a lot of space. You yeah. Know oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. The, mo- the more space you have, the more that you can bring in. And one of the, th- I know a lot of skaters when they're when they think they're going to design a park, they're going to put a bunch of stuff in. But honestly, you find that as you're designing it, you need to take a couple elements out because you need to have enough time and space yeah. to, to head towards something. Yep. And it, it, like it has to be just right. Um, but the more space you have, then that means the better you can make it. And if yeah. we want to make it like a plaza style and I want to make it to where it's good for anyone at any level. Like you could have a beginner area, an intermediate area, and then advanced area so that people, as they grow in their skateboarding ability, they're moving through like, the, cause there's going to be some big, I want there to be some big gnarly stuff there, but I also, yeah. you know, some kids stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so a big wide open area for the kids. Right. And you know, some, uh, so that they can hone, like just get used to like skating around and, uh, same thing with these other obstacles. Like they're working up do something that's more mellow, maybe a mellow stair set. And then like a big stair set, like nine or 10 stair <clears throat> where you're, where you're at right now. I'm thinking in that, that parking lot, how bad, how big of a problem are rocks? 
Uh, <laughs> it had to be sweet. You, yeah. Do y'all sweep you know, you them ha- before I use them? Yeah. So we get out there uh, and we, all I can we, think about we clean rocks. it up. We we yeah. br- we broom it. Um, some people bring out their um their leaf blower. Uh, there. It, yeah, it's asphalt parking lot, but it's under that bridge, so it's it's still kind of fairly new. Right. It doesn't um, have a lot of like foot or uh, car traffic right. being yeah. driven on all the time. Um. So, like, if they were put in a park, it would have to be completely. It would. It would not look anything like a parking lot. Like we would like, hopefully depending on what the surveys, if they could do it, like if they could dig into the ground a little bit there and then Mm -hmm. put like, you know, fill it in for ramps and stuff. How, how, how deep do you need it to go as far as like, that's a question that, like, after I spoke to a skate park designer, maybe I would know. Okay. I, I don't – it just depends what on what elements What about, like, the ones you've want. been to, Mobile, Pensacola? Sometimes know. I it's see, like – usually swimming pool deep, That's right? what yeah. I'm like thinking, Eight, right? ten Five. feet somewhere around no, there? No, yeah. I would think less, huh? Five. I know what you're talking about, Joey. I know <laughs> no, the videos no, he, you're yeah. talking about. He's So it could it could be that. Um, So, like, a shallow end, that's maybe four or five feet to a deep part that's right. maybe ten-footer. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know down there because you go ten feet deep down there. Now probably what, be full of water. Now <laughs> that's what I'm saying. In in Mobile, they had they added an extension, and what I think I liked about what they did is they hauled in a bunch of dirt because that makes it then you don't have to dig into the ground. You you, you go haul up. in a bunch of dirt and then you build the the bowl on it, and it's better for drainage too because if if your yep. bowl is way up here, yeah. And, and that's one of the things that I've learned through. I've done a lot of research on designing skate parks. It, the num- like the number one problem you're gonna have is drainage. So yeah. figuring figuring that part out in the beginning. There's plumbing in in skate parks actually. Right, I believe right. it. Yeah. Now, w- would you leave this open? Would you leave it gated? Would you leave it? What, what what's your vision on that? It probably so, have to be gated, right? Yeah, not necessarily. But my my hope would that it would be a free public use skate park, no gates, no fences. I don't think. Well, one, I don't think they look aesthetically pleasing. I understand that there's also legalities and stuff to mm-hmm. it. And it may not even be a decision I can make. Like they're going to be like, "Well, do you want it or not?" And it, right. could, it could be. Yeah, but if we could have no gate, that would be probably the best case scenario. I've been yeah. to plenty of skate parks, no gates, no fences. Well, we'll get into that because I know that's going to be the number one topic. I'm what gonna, happens if somebody goes out there and gets hurt? That's okay. probably the number one topic. Yeah. So liability, just like any playground or football field or sports field complex, they have liability for those places. It would be basically the same thing. And cities all over America do this. Um, it Proper signage needs to be up. That's going to be one of the biggest things. And saying like it's not just skate at your own risk. Here is like the 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 don't rules do of this, the state. Yes. Yeah, don't yeah. do these things. They have that at a walking track. Yeah, it's preferred, right? That you wear helmets. Encouraged. If you're under eighteen, then like mandatory. You, you yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, mandatory. Yeah. Um, because you know your brain's still developing all that stuff, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. legally your parents are the ones who should like you. Um, you're making a long-term decision about your life that your parents should be making for you. So right. it's just better that you wear your helmet. Um, but I get it. I, I brought my helmet. I try and wear it as much as I can, but I've been skating for 22, 22 years. But you got good hair too. Oh yeah. Can't, can't <laughs> mess up the hair. <laughs> yeah, bro. Damn, that's good. Yeah. You got good hair. Yeah. Well, see, we, 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 I keep my helmet Yeah, on. we keep going. Like, we're bald. Straight right? oh, We're old. Yeah, that was good. yeah, you got good hair. Though. That was good. But I mean, maybe you could do something <laughs> on like your website. To where there's a flyer, boom, boom, boom. You fill it out. No, B- city of Bluxley has no blah, 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 blah. Sign it, and then you yeah. have it on file there. Yeah, wait, a waiver. City, a waiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're that's... we're in the age of the QR codes though, so maybe we could put it up at the skate park because I've thought about this too. That's a really good idea. And yeah. ma- but okay, the Gulf Coast Skate Park Association, or maybe we just get the city that it's in the city to 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 manage that because they're going to want that on record anyway if somebody <laughs> yes. gets hurt. And so, but people, they're not going to want to do it. 
Well, it's like it's like the trampoline parks. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever been to those, yeah. the, the jump parks or whatever that's all around here right now. You can't even go on the floor or on the play area or whatever. Until you sign, away sign the or... waiver, but that does not. That's because it's it's a business is owning mm-hmm. that. Correct, right? correct, yeah. correct. So they're correct. trying to protect their business. Right, but the city's going to do the same The city way. can be sued as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well. If somebody was to fall like in the parking lot right now, um, this the because we are skating there right now. This is, skateboarding happens within Biloxi already. But, but because, I'm not an attorney. We're sponsored yeah. by one. Taylor yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not an attorney, but because the Shameless city, plug. but because the city has not, that's a parking lot. Y'all decided to put skate stuff on there and skate, and mm-hmm. then you got hurt. Versus the city spent money and created the ramps and all that stuff, and then you got hurt. There is like intent there. Yeah. They intended you to do that, right. so that would open that up. But so, I, I get that you're saying like yeah. no different than a soccer field, football correct. field, correct. bike correct. park, correct. dog park. There's insurances out. I there. I mean, even pickleball. Can, there's Correct. a lot of injuries in pickleball. Yeah. Right. Yeah, jiu-jitsu, yeah. <laughs> as I know. And we, we want to, instead of, because I, I think a lot of times uh, when that when those questions come up, I want to face them head on. I've been doing a lot of research mm-hmm. trying to figure that out because I want to be able to speak to people and make them feel better. Like, this is this is a thing that can happen. It happens over all over the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we can f- work through that challenge together. Um, so whenever I talk to the uh, people of the city about it, like, I'm very open to figure out what's the, what's the best way to manage that because, I yeah, I know that. And I... I would hate for it to get shut down because, you know, some Karen out there wanted right. to sue oh, yeah. because they yeah. didn't realize their kid would get hurt skateboarding. Or they didn't know, know their kid happen. was there. Yeah. They went with a friend. and Oh, I didn't oh know. yeah. Uh, Joe, you might be able to help answer on this. You said a two. You said $2.2 million, and that was in Pensacola or yep. Mobile or New Orleans or all? Pensacola. Pensacola. Mm-hmm. You don't know about the other two? Um, specifically ballparking. Well, I know they're always working on the one in new Orleans, but ballparking, I think it's over a mill now because they keep adding to it and they start there when it grew there. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and same with Tupelo, I think it might be maybe 500,000. Um, and then they got some money for some renovations as well. And you, you, um, all of those new Orleans, Pensacola mobile are owned by this funded by the city. They're not private businesses. Is that correct? Right. Okay. So this is where I go. How, how to, that sounds, I know everything nowadays is expensive and you can't, you can't build a damn shit house for less than half a million dollars. You know how much concrete calls right that, now? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So, so in one hand, $2.2 million is nothing for a con for a, a project. But on the other hand, it is still a lot of money for a city to spend on something that's recreational. Yeah. Now I have no clue what a regular park costs or what, what I mentioned you, a, um, like a football field or a baseball oh, field, a softball ton. field yeah. or a soccer complex. Well, he mentioned it earlier. It's it's not the the stuff that you see. You got to have oh, drainage. Yeah, no, you no, got to no. have lights. You got to have all but, this but stuff. Do you know yeah. anything about that, Joey? About like what, like a like a like a city owned <sighs> soccer field or a city owned even the dog park that they built in yeah. Biloxi? Like I'm I, sure that's what. Well, that was an old baseball field. Correct. Yeah, I, they I just turned lights that's on. A bad, that's a bad so, example. But but I mean. Do you have any it, clue on anything? Anything's there? money. Any yeah. money is it, it's gonna anything new is gonna make money. I mean, it's gonna cost money, right? It, especially concrete. If you got to come in and dig stuff up, and then you got to put some more stuff down there, infrastructure, it's gonna cost money. Yeah. And, and for me, the city's gonna say, "What do we get? How do we make that? How do we make?" And I know that you're back, talking you know? Uh, ancillary. I don't know if that's the right word, but like people come in hotels, blah blah. But that's a, a little bit harder to track. So actually. Uh, Matt Robinson with Tupelo, he's providing uh, some numbers when he comes down. He's going to have some numbers for us to be looking at. But they they have an economic. So in Tupelo, they have a tourism um, 
nonprofit. I forget what they, they like study the economic yeah. impact. Right, 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 right. So they have that the, those numbers, and it looks really good. Same thing with Pensacola. So uh, I mean, they have the, num- the numbers are out there, um, and they look really good. But whenever we look at also like skateboarding is the fourth biggest like sport in the United States right now, which is crazy. The fastest growing is pickleball, right? Yeah, um, that's one of one of the ones that's getting yeah. up there. But baby boomers, every over <laughs> right since I joined the military and I've been skating all these different cities, 135 different skate parks. Usually they're across the across the way from a football field or a soccer field or baseball field. Something that's already yeah established. They right. get used a fraction of the time that a skate park gets used. I believe There's that. always someone out I there grinding, that. and they didn't. They maybe they're out there trying to hone their craft. Maybe they're working through something. Maybe they're just trying to get their exercise in. Whatever it is, there's always someone out there when I show up. Even if I show up in the morning on a Saturday thinking nobody's going to be there, there's another old head like me who wants to go out there and skate. Right. That, that reminds me uh, – well, that one thing is uh, when I listened to the old episode, it was number three when we talked about it last time. Yeah. We, we were messing with you about how you got the statistics and all that other stuff. Yeah. So uh, this time I can answer you. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. skate park project, dude. So Tony Hawk's yeah. foundation turned into the skate park project, and they're the ones who's releasing all this information. Yeah. I'm just taking all of it because it's I good like it. sound bites right it. here. You need it. to hear number this. Number three. And then you need four. to hear this. You were three last time. Number three yeah. is number four now, so you drop yeah. down and pick. I guess. Um, I, I I love that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just joking. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it, no. Is there a number lower? Like like when I hear two 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 point two million for a skate park, my head spins because I'm I'm outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Is there a number that you would say we can do it for this much and be successful with? I don't want a two point two. I want three million dollars. <laughs> but here's 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 the thing though. Like, where do I expect that money to come from? People are like, oh, our taxpayer dollar is going to go to this. They're going to they're going to spend it somehow or another. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I do expect the city at some point to match us. But a lot of this effort is going to go into applying for grants, and there's all kinds of grants under the sun that target either low income areas or trying to help the youth or just um, like. Maybe even wildlife conservation, like all kinds of different grants could be wrote in a way that a skate park helps with resilience yep. or suicide awareness yep. or, or prevention or, you know, there's, we could keep going on and on. And we've yeah. been, lo- I have a list of, once we are legit, yeah. my next step, once we are legit is to go in and start fighting for grants because then I can be like, mm-hmm. all right, we already have this much money. What now city? I, I would, I would just hearing you talk yeah. pops into my head. I would try to cross reference what it cost. The city of Ocean Springs to get that boardwalk on the beach. Remember that? Uh, that was Connie Moran was real instrumental in making that happen. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah Ocean yeah, Springs yeah. Beach. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Ocean Springs Beach. It's all um, tore up now, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, it ain't. What do you mean? They're at the end of it. They, they got it all tore up. Now they're doing uh, some the, kind of draining. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But what they what they spent on, I, I don't remember that number, and that was that was public information. So oh, I would yeah, yeah. I would Google that. And I remember her, like, she had a lot of negative press, but one of the things that she did do was pull in a lot of grant money for Ocean Springs and, and the co- Gulf Coast area at that time. But I think that was also during the, um, if I got my dates right, the BP oil spill. Yes. Obviously, that sent us some money, and there might have been something even before that. I don't. I think Katrina was too early. But you're right. To be able to tap into federal do- dollars like that and have the skate park be a part of it, could offset some of the costs that come directly from the city's budget. But any, even though you said 2.2 million and it does make my head spin as well, you're not building anything nowadays that has, it's not, you know, it just costs everything costs way too much money. Um, And And, and you're saying all these two are 
free to the public, like like you yeah. said, is that correct? Yeah, come and go as you please, and yeah. that's what that's what we want, and that's what the skate community wants. Um, when we think about like, well, how could you spend that much money in a skate park? Yeah, concrete's expensive, but we're also our our goal is to have a on January thirty first have our skaters come in and talk about like what kind of things they want to see in the skate park, and like we're gonna build a requirements package, so it's gonna go off of like. Um, what kind of, um, obstacles to like the design to like, who's like, are we considering include uh, inclusivity for, uh, intermediate beginner, all that stuff. Yep. But then we're also going into like, well, okay, we want it to be artistically appealing because this has to exist and it's, it's not existing in a vacuum. This is going to exist in Biloxi. So maybe we can bring in like some of the charm of Biloxi. Maybe we have, we build a little lighthouse in, I don't know. That'd be sweet. Yeah. In the middle and you of could it. skate, a, yeah. skate it up yeah. oh, or maybe now. We could on the north side of the park, where the side facing the ocean, uh, or sorry, the Gulf. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna say yeah, anything, the, but I the heard the side that. facing the brown water. Ah, yeah. okay, got it. We, how tall was the storm surge from Katrina? Twenty feet. Okay, let's make a twenty. Let's make a twenty-five point six vert wall that just does that is this a, a great little bit. Idea and. You know, it's a little bit of our history, and people can come. Now, and wouldn't skate that be that. super expensive? <laughs> like twenty-five feet. Can that's you, that's what I'm saying. Who can drop in on that? And you also have to reinforce it with, uh, with rebar and whatever else. And like, we got to pay somebody to design that. But it could be elements. The the casinos have been here forever, right? Or the casinos that are gone. Maybe we could like work with, uh, with some of them. Maybe we can get some sponsorship deals. So, like, all right, Hard Rock. We'll feature some of elements of of the Hard Rock here at the park as advertisement for you if you kick us some money for mm-hmm. our skate park, and we'll ma- maybe we'll make handrails that are guitar posts that come up, That'd be sweet. and like you could come and skate, and like every time somebody takes a clip of somebody skating the Hard right. Rock rail, right. like that's advertising for you at, at a spot that you think it would already be at, right? At a skate park, Hard Rock, mu- music stuff, right. all goes get. I mean. The ideas are there's so many other things that we can incorporate from Biloxi uh, that that we could put into the skate park, and that's where I think we put the money, right? We put it in quality skate park. We we highlight the charm of Biloxi, and now, um, but I'm telling you all this before I've even presented it to my community. These are just some of the ideas right. I have. Hey. I want, I, they might have even they might have way better ideas than me, and that's what we want to include because it's for the community, and it like I'm we want to build it not for me. And not for the other guys escape, but the kids who are five, ten, or maybe not even born yeah. yet, right? Correct. And, and that would be killer. Like everybody goes to skate ring in, in Iroville. or you know, if you brought in a Golden couple, Gates, yeah, yeah. Golden yeah. Gate. If you got, if you brought in a couple food trucks, yeah. Well, that was maybe, my next question. Yeah. Do they have any like ancillary um, businesses on these public ones that they allow to go in and make money, or the city could charge the food trucks a entrance fee? Yeah, just. You know, something like that. Have uh, you seen that? I so whenever the city owns it, um, typically not. It, um, but they you could bring in a food truck. I don't see like if if it's per, like they got their permit and stuff. Like I could see that happening a lot. Um, yeah, I've seen ice cream trucks roll through, make a ton of dough. Right. Um. Yeah. And ruin every clip that you're trying to take. Like you're trying to record your buddy skating, it's and got then the yeah, you got the every time, dude. Um, you mentioned uh, your military career, yeah. and what you're doing. And I don't know if we said it already, but I know we said episode two you were on. But you were here for how? In 2018, when did you when did you leave to go to Belgium? I left in 2020. So you were okay. So two years after you did uh, the first episode that you were on here, you went to Belgium. I remember when you left. 
Um, Stationed there for three years. Yep. You, were the yeah. waffles what they were expected to be? Oh, they're banging. Yeah. Oh, bro, them waffles are insane. And I, you didn't want to expect it, like especially when you go to the waffle houses down here. You're like, yeah. okay, the, it's a I'm good exp- waffle. Yeah. yeah the, the waffles here are pretty good, but Belgium's dude, go to Belgium. When he yes. when he told me he was leaving, I told him I was like, look, only thing I know about Belgium, they got some fire waffles. Is the, yeah. It's Belgian waffles. I yeah. think I was, oh. come to find out, I told you this before we went live. Uh, it was where the Battle of the Bulge was fought, and I'm like, that a was huge World stuff. War Two yeah, nerd, yeah, yeah. and like, I just didn't put it together. And I was watching the documentary. I thought about, I was like, Tyler was there the whole time. I could have called him. I could have asked him questions. I could have got him to take pictures and stuff. Yeah, could have went and visited him. Bro, that was a band of brothers, absolutely, stuff, right? Yeah, Battle of yeah. the Bulge. And all yeah, that stuff. oh yeah, hundred percent. So first, yeah. being stationed because I love history too. But like, we we did all the different parts of like World War Two that you could kind of learn about while we were living there. We went up to the Anne Frank House in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, we went to we camped on the on the peaks of the like uh in, on the beaches of Normandy when they were storming. The yeah, hills yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we camped out on the hill. But there's still some bunkers there, right? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, they have some hornet's nest or whatever they called them. Yeah, we went to the. There was a museum. We also went to the cemetery, and like it was, it was really humbling, really sad, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, to stand yeah, yeah. in the middle and like you can't, you can't look in any direction and not see like a, a one of those uh, crosses. It was, it was. Oh <laughs> yeah, there was a bunch of. Uh, Americans and uh, what do you call it? NATO, whatever, that lost their yep. life there. Uh, British, yeah, uh, France, no, no, no. Allied, yeah, Allied, Allied, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was before NATO. Uh, Birch's Garden. I was wrong. It's not in Belgium. The uh, the uh, Hitler's uh, Eagle's Nest. So I, yeah. I, I knew I was wrong when you said that. You were like, oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the Battle of the Bulge. It was there. The, the Ardennes, the forest was it. So that's that's killer. The reason I asked all that was to say. When you were over there, how many places have you been deployed first outside of Belgium? Uh, well, so. I was just stationed overseas twice, so England and then Belgium, and then I deployed once uh, over to Africa. Um, yeah. Okay. To so, Djibouti. He's been to Djibouti. Djibouti. He's been to Djibouti. All up in it. He's been, 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 been in your Djibouti. <laughs> um, what, what, uh, that gives you a cool experience, though, on skate parks. Mm-hmm. So overseas, or like break it down to like best skate park I've ever been to, best skate park I've ever been to overseas, or in the United States. Like, like okay. tell us that. Um. What well, do they do different over there that we don't do over here? Okay, in the United States, the top one that comes to my head was this one I skated in. It was in New Mexico. It's in Sunland Park. It's really close to El Paso, Texas. Rob Deerdick designed this skate park in the shape of the Zia symbol, like like a it looks like the sun symbol, but with rays that go like this. Okay, yeah. He 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 did that on a skate park, and he built a mound, and down it you could skate like these stair sets, and like it's a big plaza, very little transition. But it was the one of the best skate parks I've ever been to because it was so big and such a creative idea. Um, I think that one was a couple million dollar skate park that was like Rob Deerdeck's brain baby. Yeah. Um, and his, and all his people that uh, worked with him, um, which El Paso, Texas, won Skate City of the Year a couple times um, in the last decade. Uh, but whenever I went to Europe, dude, well, I went to Luxembourg which is one of the richest countries in Europe also because it's so small, but like, because they have like really big banks, like it's, it's so rich that it's free to use their public transit. Um, mm. like in, we don't need that money. Yeah. 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 Um, we have everybody else's money. Yeah, we control. got everybody else's money. So okay. their skate park is one of the best ones because it was, well, it was built up near under a bridge, 
but it's like an ancient bridge. Like, so it's ah, like, looks cool. so much yeah. more cooler, bro. Yeah. And then the skate park itself, I, I just learned, sorry, you may not know this trick. Nolly laser flips, no, Nolly big heel flips. No, yeah. we do that so, all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. I did some, one of them on the way yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Some tricks that I'm very proud of because some of the people I grew up skating, like that was some stuff that like they never even scratched the surface of. And so I was doing that at this particular skate park and it was just because it was so smooth. It was a huge, like it was aesthetically pleasing. It looked like a plaza, had a big bowl, big, many different stair sets, curbs, ledges. Um, it was so beautiful. I, that was one of my favorite videos. So I, I got a YouTube channel as well. So that was one of my favorite videos to, to go in there and film on. Um, and so what you're saying is your part kind of falls into what kind of tricks you can do. Yeah. So you got to have certain material to do certain tricks. Yeah. And to, to get to that point. And yeah. so I've been skating a bunch of different parks that led up to that. No, th those were outside funded by their cities, but what I would like to do in, in my lifetime is own my own indoor skate park because with that, right, I can, I, I talked about it a little bit with Jordan, yep. um, but that they have these indoor skate parks. Uh, there's one that's called pier 15. It's got a, you, you come upstairs and it's like a bar, um, that you can, you can, you can drink beer. They have concerts up there upstairs. Um, and there's also some people might be working on like a college paper or something. And there's mm -hmm. a skate shop and there's like a little restaurant that works up, up top. And then down, you can look out these big, massive glass windows and look over this beautiful indoor skate park. And so, like, if there was contests and stuff, like, then you could watch the contest from up there. People are training down there. And, like, they in their, uh, in Europe, they, their culture with skateboarding is, um, is I, I, I like it way more than what we have in the South because in the South, like, we're still growing and it, yeah, well, we should, yeah, we're behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're, they're community, they're really supportive of each other and like just how much like it's back to the art. Like it's a lot of these places I skate, like at, they have beautiful mur murals on the wall. They would put like greenery inside the, the skate park in a building. They'd have trees and like, you know, that it was just beautiful. Love, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking around here, you said you brought it up earlier sponsor wise. Like, if you had a half pipe, quarter pipe, whatever yep. it is, Hard Rock Casino, Bobravage Casino, I mean, how many people are going to skate up that wall all the time and see that dang, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It it's it seems like it's a dang link that's missing. Yeah. I remember all the libertarian candidates, <clears throat> one of them, a few of them talking about, like, cities to get out of, like, uh, the financial troubles that they're in. They could take, like, the Brooklyn Bridge, and instead of it being that, it could be, like, the Mercedes-Benz Bridge, like like the Superdome does, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, they, like, they it's, a, way, it's yeah, a way for, for businesses to or the city to make money from businesses, right? And every time on the evening news, when they say traffic's jammed up on the Mercedes-Benz Bridge, it's the same situation, but just on a, you know, this oh. would be smaller. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's the, like instead of saying the Brooklyn Bridge, they would say the blah, blah, blah business bridge. Yeah. And yeah. that city would make the money. Um, a little bit different dynamic mm -hmm. here in a smaller situation but it's the same concept and it's yeah. a great idea you, you yeah. could name a sponsor for the park and yeah every time they were on the news for anything y'all brought down it would be there yeah i'm sure you got to you got to change people's opinion though like you said and understand like how big it really is in the yeah. u.s and that's the reason that like if if i if i wanted to go into a bank and like take out like a, a business loan mm -hmm. for a skate park down here the community isn't built up for what I want to bring it, mm -hmm. but it will be one day. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. I'm. I'm going to retire out of here is my goal. So I'm, I bought a house here on the coast, and Sweet. I'm going to be going and advocating for skateboard. I'm going to be trying to grow the community so that one day that they they could enjoy something like that. Right. Yeah. Um. um you mentioned earlier though about the upstairs with the restaurant and mm -hmm. drinking beer and stuff. What's the policy? I think about guns and uh, gun ranges. 
can how do you how do you serve alcohol on a facility private like that and then have a skate park next to it is it bro i got no idea Okay. <laughs> okay. But, I didn't know if you knew. But I can I I can look into that because that's uh, obstacle I'm going to have to face one day. And I think in Europe they care a lot less. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's why well, like, their whole legal system is yeah. different over there. Over we here, got like, a king yeah, and you, queen, bro. You can't. No, you can't but, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But like like over they here, did. everything everybody's so sue happy. Like you said, like the carrots yeah, yeah, that yeah, want to yeah. turn everything. And what's into crazy a is there's not really a suing culture in Europe. Um, well, like their courts there probably here. aren't set up. Yeah. For that, right? Like different laws. But you, know I mean? you they even their small country towns mm-hmm. had skate parks. Yeah. Which blew really? my mind. Yeah. So they, they I mean they, they do data driven, like they're paying attention to the data where like how it's helping, like how much it gets used, if they bring this in, like they will do survey after survey before they do anything, which does kind of suck. But once they have all the info from the surveys and, and checking out and doing their estimates and quotes, they're gonna they're gonna go and fund it. They're just doing hot spots. Yeah, Whatever the hot spots so are they're doing I, it. I actually sat in. It was really cool. I sat in one of the small Belgian towns. I was invited. Me and my buddy Jens, we went and we're sitting there at their their meeting with the city, talking about building a skate park in their little town. And uh, they they had beer in the beer carts, and everyone it was kind of like expected, like go 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 get a beer, it's free. Yeah. And so I I went over there and got a beer in the middle of this meeting with yeah. like officials and stuff. And I remember I, I had a I brought a bottle from the thing and was just drinking out of the bottle. And one of the other skaters came up to me and he was talking to me in Dutch, but he was he was upset. I was like, what's what's wrong? And he's like, uh, oh, you speaking? Okay, yeah, you need to be using. The glass that goes with yeah. it, yeah. Because yeah. if you don't yeah. drink it out of the glass, disrespect yeah. It. yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, man, I'll go. Oh, so I went <laughs> and got bad. the glass, but it, it, like he's like, it's a different, it's a different taste, and also you're not supposed to, like, you, you're not supposed to drink it straight yeah. out of the bottle. Like, yeah, we, th- we their, thought it was a culture. bush light. Man. Yeah, we were yeah, just gonna drink it. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's true though. They wanted to open up the flavors and like it mm-hmm. air out. It's just like a bourbon or anything yeah, like yeah. that. And that's what I was gonna report back to you. Yeah, the Belgians were great. Or, sorry, the the waffles in Belgium were great, but the beer, oh my god, was so much better. Oh, was man. it really? Yes. Yeah, Not European bad. beer. I've heard, I've never been. Well, the know. Belgian beer specifically, you got uh, the Trappist beer, you got the Triple Carmelites. They got like the Duvals. Like the, the, yeah. they're they're kind of it's, it's a it's a little bit more darker. It's a little bit more uh, alcohol content. Definitely. You can get them at Disney World. Yeah, we really? Did, yeah, yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the well, you do the walk around. They have Belgium around the world. And they do all the Belgian called. beers and all that. That stuff. actually was really cool. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. my favorite part. Um, we did have a question come in, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it. Right. Uh, Dan wants to know. He says, "What do you do in the Air Force?" Oh my <laughs> god, is that Dan, is that Dan Simpson? No, Dan Henson. He's oh, the guy who watches Henson. our show. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's a buddy of ours. He's yeah. It, I, okay, it, he's yeah. asked it, so I'm asking you. Yeah, so I'm a cyber fundamentals instructor. So uh, my my military career lasts 13 years. Um, the first six years I was in CE, I was in civil engineering. So I was structures. I did everything from carpentry, masonry, locksmithing, welding, painting. Um, so it was anything that had to do with construction. That was what I did. Now, is that on a base? No, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever mm-hmm. base you're on, if that they was need pro- to build a facility. That was providing maintenance support for like, if there was a hole in the wall or if there needed to be a demo, if they're the, or if they needed to do some renovations, that would be us. Um, and then the air force had too many people at my rank doing that. And they forced me to retrain into cyber. And although at the time I didn't want to do it, it's turned out to be one of the best things that's happened to me in my life. And that's why I've been doing the last, I was going to say all I ever hear cybersecurity. Yes. When I watch like, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube about a lot of stuff and it's like fields you should be into tech to, uh, you know, whether you get the degree in it or whatever, every single thing says cybersecurity. So I know you're. I, we've talked about it before. You're gonna you're gonna be career military, yeah. right? You have no 
20, six 30. years and 300 more days and I retire. So how long you been in? I've been in about 13. We're fine. Oh, so you're going to do the 20. You're going to do yeah. the 20. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. There's a 30 as well, right? Or no? I don't know about the 30. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're not going to get there yeah. anyway. He's like, yeah, that's a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to get out and start doing a lot more skateboarding stuff as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, no, but seriously, but the 20-year thing, I feel like, I guess you could have did it in construction, though. Got out and had, like, been yeah. hit the road and done the, your own thing. The main but for reason. For cybersecurity, I, like, you have to be, correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to be pretty set up. Like, once you get that 20 year retirement, if you wanted to stay in that field, you go to Keesler. What, Keesler's well, hired. What? At, no, tons of, he tons do, of I think security. you could do it, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. You could even do it for major companies all at your house here on Dude, the coast, right? Yeah, man. I'm the most set up. And so I used to get paid by the Air Force to do hard labor, is what I kind of joke around. I, yeah, saying. that's what I'm now saying. Now I get paid by the Air Force to solve complicated cyber problems uh -huh. that leaders don't want to figure out or can't figure out themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Um, and that's why I tell all the people they train, right? So that's what we do with cyber. And uh, whenever I get out, yeah, I could absolutely go and take these certs and the, all the training. And I'm a, I'm a cyber fundamentals instructor. So I have a very wide breadth of cyber knowledge that I do know. I could go use that for any one of these companies and they would benefit a lot from my work. But right. I'm not going to. <laughs> Because I'm going to skate. Yeah, I'm That's right, bro. I'm going to go I'm skate. Going to skate. He's going to have his retirement check, and he can do whatever he yeah. wants. That is right, yes, man. They yes. can't take it away from me. Okay, hey, how about this? I'm how about seven this? years, so you only got like a couple months before me. You're going to get the check, though, mm -hmm. and you're going to skate a lot, but you could part-time do a little bit of cyber work. No. To fund the better skateboards. Don't do it. Fund better skateboards or fund your park. Retire. No, he's going to retire. I'm not saying don't so, retire. So, yeah, I would retire right at 38, and then I could roll into a new job as like at your leisure, yeah. though, as much or little getting as Getting paid you what want. I should be getting correct. paid to do my job that correct. I'm not. Correct. Uh, correct. 100% correct. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're right. And it's – it's. I, I like the opportunity cyber has gotten me and how my life has changed because of it. But mm -hmm. I don't see myself pursuing cyber, like, in, like, for Google or for whatever tech Right, industry. right, right. I'm not I'm saying not jump be, back into a full-time career yeah. with it. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, what was the What was the amount of time from construction guy – to teaching that fundamental, you said fundamentals class. Mm -hmm. Did I get that right? Cybersecurity. How much time was that? So uh, maybe about five, six years, five or six years. And so whenever I got to Belgium, I realized the path that I wanted for my life. Whenever me and Haley, um, she was in the comments earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder if she's roasting me. No, no, Probably. no. I think uh, she's. Well, I'll go back. Keep going. No, she's super supportive. That's yeah, my she, husband. She wrote yeah. with a heart. With a heart. With a heart. Yes, oh, yes, 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 uh, yes. No. And then she roasted you. <laughs> no, she, she's going to roast me now that I thought she roasted me. She's amazing. She's super funny. Um, does she skate? She's way smarter than me. She does skate. Oh, yeah. how did you pull that off? Uh, Ready to go. Did you meet her at a skate park? Dude, so she did. Coke machine? Yeah. Whenever we, we met on Tinder. <laughs> so we met on Tinder and we were just, you know, kind of messing around for a little bit. And then I got orders to Belgium and then we kind of said we were going to have like, um, it was going to be a terminal relationship, meaning that when I left, we would just end the relationship amicably. Um, oh, wow. That's like, is that that's like a military thing? Dude, the military lifestyle kind of requires situations like that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I wish I had been doing that earlier in my life. I'm impressed that that's a thing. I mean, that's respectable. Yeah. yeah. It's up front. You, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't know what could happen. Like, they didn't sign up for the military lifestyle, but correct, you did. Correct, um, correct, So correct. there's a lot more guys who are doing that now. But so so whenever, Jody gets left out of the picture. Yeah. Jody and Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Jody's a term. Jody's a term. term? Uh, Jody's you get a, deployed, and oh, then Jody's the guy that shows up at your yeah, house while yeah, you're yeah, deployed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a generic. I don't okay, know how, yeah. who picked that name. It's yeah. just that's the name. Yeah. Um, 
And then you get a Dear John letter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Correct. Uh, so one of uh, like our first, uh, second or third date, she asked me to do a kickflip. And so I went out to Point Cadet and I did one for, she, she, she didn't skate then. Um, but then uh, whenever I left COVID straight up the day I got to Belgium, COVID hit. And so it was big lockdown time, right? So what was happening with us is we were still kind of talking, even though we said, you know, we were yeah, over Yeah. and, uh, I sent her a skateboard. I sent her everything she needed to, to build a skateboard cause she expressed some interest. So I, I bought like $130 setup, and I sent it to her all disassembled. And then we kind of like, uh, I walked her through assembling it and Dude, he's playing chess. Everybody else you, is playing checkers. You won her heart with a kickflip. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's but, what it but, was. But, <laughs> but he sent the disassembled board. Did y'all hear that on the, uh, on yeah. the line there? Disassembled. So she'd have to like call him and it had to be like a thing while they put it together. Yeah. And if she's willing to put it together, she's willing to learn. Yeah. Right. Did so I pick she, up on that? Yeah. And okay. so I, and then once she got it together, I kind of walked her through some stuff like, like, uh, over, um, we were Facebook, uh, we were FaceTime or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I walked her through like, Hey, well, you're going to stand on it like this. Okay. What feels comfortable walking her through the beginning stages? What I would walk through somebody like at IRL, how to skate. And then she went out and was skating on her own point cadet. And then when she got to Belgium, we started skateboarding more. She learned how to do pop shove it, uh, or, uh, a fakey pop shove it's she's even dropped in whenever one of the skate parks i was telling you about yeah. um the indoor skate park facilities right i taught her how to like she she dropped in and like it was one of those things that just kept building um yeah she she likes skating she still skates um she said i think this is commenting off the roasting her yeah thing. she said whoa she said we'll talk about this when you get home <laughs> with a laughy face you're done that you're done face. you're done that's a laughy done. face so yeah. you're good you're totally yeah. good okay yeah. i hope yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. you got a good one it seems well like is, is there anybody around i mean you mentioned uh yaya's earlier in your ad is there anybody around here that's still selling gear locally skateboard gear yeah so yaya's is and they got a really great selection and i'm not just saying that because they've yeah. been working with us but yeah. they honestly do but the funny thing is i haven't been allowed to go there like for like 12 years of my military career it's been off limits for military members because what? they sell like marijuana like yeah well uh, uh accessories. whatever it is accessories. accessories well i don't even think it was that I think it was a situation that happened like a decade ago with like Spice under different management. Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay. But sure. obviously that's not being sold. Um, right. And so they are, they, they're not on the, they're on the, uh, they've been removed from the off limits list. Um, and so I've been excited to work with them because Eric Keller, uh, who's the owner there, he also served in the military and he, he, he owns that business. Um, and he's been working with me in like a lot of the challenges of making the, the skate event that we're doing so good, it, he's just blasted through it. He's going to be setting up a, a tent. He's he's putting up prizes for the best trick contest. Right. Uh, he's doing a raffle to turn the money back to us standing up on our feet. And yeah. so he's been a huge support. So, uh, yeah, we have them out there. Also, Island Outfitter. We're yeah. in Island yeah, Outfitter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that dude called me this morning. We, we, yeah. were, we had a conversation, and it was really good. Because, Which one was it? Um, it was Nathan. Yeah, okay. So... Uh, I really appreciated this conversation. He said he used to skate back in the day here on the coast. And I was like, oh, that's the person I want to be talking to. He's like, I own this business. Like, I love where this is going. And we, we keep talking. So in the future, there's going to be, uh, maybe we'll see some more skateboarding stuff out there in Ocean Springs at Island Outfitter. Um, and he was talking about how there could be situations where the products that we're, we'll, we will sell, um, maybe it will help the skateboarding community in some way. Um, none of it's official yet, right. but we are working with them, maybe doing some merch out there. Um, so it's all it's all some stuff we're talking about. That's killer. Hopefully I didn't shoot myself in the foot talking about it too soon. No, but I'm, no, 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 I'm no, no, kind of no, maybe no. committed them now. We, <laughs> we, we got we got Alan out of it. We've been 
they half of them has, has been on the show. Yeah, and they've, been, they've been great to us. I mean, yeah. carrying our stuff. I love yeah. the store. I love what, what they're what's doing. What's going on is, and I, it's it's already happened. So I think we could talk about it. Is like they're changing hands. Some of them's changing hands. It's like the percentage of the company's going to two other people, but yeah. the other guy's still there. So it's still where it is. It's just there's always a vision, right? Right. And right, so right. like whenever people have you know this thing that they're doing, they're go- they're gonna want to grow it in a different direction. And like him reaching out and talking about that maybe means they want to get more involved with skateboarding, which is great because when I talk about the skateboarding community, a cornerstone of it are the skate shops, the the shops that sell skateboards like Yaya's or maybe Island Outfitter, hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, and some of these other locals, because we want to shop local. We always preach shop local, but like. There's not there. Yeah. Amazon yeah. killed everything. Where, well, I mean, if you're shopping local for skateboards and there's no skateboard here, how can you shop local? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's kind of tough. If you, if you had the skate, if you had a website and you were local, I would buy from you too off your website. Like, right. Type of thing. And that's what Relief in Panama City does. Um, there used to be a skate shop in Mobile. There's humidity in New Orleans. In Tupelo, they got Change Skate Shop. Yep. Um, so th- they are there, um, and they, like their cornerstone of the cornerstone of skateboarding for us. Um, so what's out there? You just got to find it. Yeah, it's out there. You, but you also got the big stuff. You got Zoomies. You got Tillies. Yeah. Um, maybe a Ron Johns thrown yeah. in there along so, the coast. So if if I wanted to build that board at Yaya's, could I do that there, or do they just carry like wheels, trucks? What are, what are they? Yeah. Do? So you can go in there and buy a uh, complete. That's what we call this when everything's together. You can buy a complete, and so those are typically a little cheaper because uh, they're supposed to be your entry board. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be for, like, this is what I would hope when mom and dad are like, what should I get? Don't go to Walmart. Don't go to Walmart. That holds true for music, too. Don't buy a guitar from Walmart. Yeah, because yeah, it's not it's it. not quality. Even if Toby Keith's face is on it, yeah. it's terrible. I got one for it, sale right now. If you and, <laughs> and, and I get why parents do it, right? They, they do don't it, know. They do yeah. it because yeah. they don't know, and then they also expect the kid to pick it up for a week and throw it away. Correct. Right. But if you get them that, that's like a grown man like us standing on a Walmart board, it will disintegrate in minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So well, don't, could, we, why would you get that for your kid? Joey and I could break that one. There's no. No, that's I, an impact board, bro. You be, no, you Gucci. This is impact almost. Look, there's a disc in this made of, anyways. All right. So Jared yeah. probably smash it. <laughs> yeah. But that would be where you get your entry board, but not just that. Like your your skaters who've been like out on the block, seasoned skaters, they get their equipment from there. Um you're gonna be looking for like the the standard seven ply board. This is a almost impact. And so in here there's a disc that's fiberglass. Um, yeah, you can almost see it. The the, the imprint. Yeah. In, independent trucks. Um you got good bearings. I spend most people spend about twenty bucks on their bearings, but I'm a psycho. It's I gotta go fast so I get the hundred dollar bearings. Right. Um but you you wouldn't be able to get that stuff at Walmart. And they they sell the equipment as well. Like for youngsters, you'd want elbow pads, knee pads, helmet, yes. all that the whole yeah. run, right? Uh, yeah. And I and I agree. Like they should be wearing that for for sure. And you can get that um, at these local skate shops. Yeah. yeah. I was just responding to a comment. And if they uh, don't, tell them. Yeah, you, you need it. to start carrying. They'll, it. they'll figure it out, dude. I like it. You've done your research. You you're still in the game. You're still fighting the good Bigger fight and better than ever bro yeah yeah like. yeah it's it's you don't stick with something for as long as you have and fight like you have no you're hard-headed no yeah no it's just it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you're hard-headed yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's in your hit soul. the ground a couple times that's it's right in, yeah right it's in your soul though you <laughs> yeah. know and like i said um i've only ever been on a skateboard a couple times I, looking at it it's amazing to me i just know i don't know how to fall and i would kill myself and it would be i bet a you bad do. situation no they I didn't teach no, you how to did they teach you how to fall in jujitsu yes but you do that that's where that's so for skateboarding. I promise you, 
I don't I don't know what they do specifically for jujitsu, but for skateboarding, the all the falls that I teach and that I do came from bushido from from a martial art okay. form. And I the main ones I use the forward roll. Yes, the forward fall, yes, yes, you got the side roll, yes, the side fall, yes. and the back roll and the back fall. And you yep. think, maybe you think that they don't translate, but 100% when no, you're flying no, fast, no, 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 could, that's going to be the best yeah. thing that saves you. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when you hit an elbow or when all the um, all the pressure comes to one extremity, it's going to find the weak Snap. area and blow yeah. out. Oh, so you want to, you want that damage to roll all along your back or uh, over the uh, big surface area of your body. Yep. So that not one place takes yeah. it. We do front rolls, back rolls and all that shit. But we, to, in you, my we do opinion, the same though, thing, bro. You can do, do it, it on concrete. Do it on, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. But yeah. Do you see if, that coming? If you're good technique, yeah. Do you see that coming alive? The falls. Where, no, uh, where you're bringing kids in and teaching them how, giving lessons and stuff like that for people there. Yeah. So um, when I was in Belgium, I, hold, I hosted a skate camp for uh, nine of the kids from the base. Right. Um, and that, that was one of the things we talked about is, like, good ways to fall. I didn't get too crazy into it. They don't need anything advanced. They just need to know, like, you're going to go to the ground. So you need to have an exit plan. Right. So be thinking at any time I could hit the ground. So if, if it's like you ever see in basketball, like, they slide for, like, 10 yards, right, on their butt. Yeah. That's because they, they they knew they were going down. They'd done right. it so much. So be thinking like that. The ground's coming. Try and slap it away. Try and roll away. Try and go down to a butt cheek or whatever and, and roll to your back if you have to. Um, but you do see that a lot um, at skate parks. Like People know how to fall. That's the thing about skateboarding. You either get really good at falling or good at landing <laughs> if you're going to keep skating. And so I recommend you do both because you're going to have to. Skateboarding is like a trial and error sport. Like you, You're only going to... Uh, progress through forward through failing. You're yeah. gonna learn how to fail better, and then you're gonna eventually like. But I'm I'm tired of failing. I'm gonna figure this thing out. Yeah, we. But I'm just thinking. Uh, maybe you can win that Karen's heart over by taking little Timmy and teaching little Timmy to be. <clears throat> the thing about a Karen you know is, is they don't they don't have a heart. Well, it's not one. But, but if you yeah. if you take they, little well, Timmy underneath your wing and you teach him how to make it right, and he truth. doesn't, you know break every bone in his body because he knows what to do now. Yeah. Maybe you got a little, little leg to stand on there. Yeah. And it's not, it's not just me doing it. There's skaters. Like I, I don't even tell them to do it. Like they, they, they want to build this community up and grow the culture and, and our, kind of our image. Right. And, uh, they're hosting their own, like, Hey, I know this person, their kid wants to learn to skate. I'm gonna go take them out. They yeah. Got, they got helmets. They got pads. And I got showing them all their best secrets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that's what that's skateboarding. That's, yeah. I mean, that goes back like to the jujitsu community for me. There's, I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen somebody have a move that they, that they know and they're like beating you with it. And then when the round's over with, and I've done this myself, yeah. it's like, they, they're not hey, keeping it in a pocket. This is exactly what I did to you. And this yeah. is how you need to react the next time so that that doesn't work. And yeah. to me, that that's trade why secrets. Well, it's it, it's not it's because it's a community yeah. and it's not I'm not trying to bogart that what I know. I want you to know it because two things happen. Now you're better. Like I'm sure it's the same thing with skating, mm -hmm. right? Now you're better and then the jiu-jitsu part of it, you're better now when I do that thing, you're going to react and now I have to I have to get better. I have to get better to make yeah. it's, it's, I was, I've been looking for a community that's like skateboarding in this way. Tell me if it's the same for jujitsu. So, like in skateboarding, whenever you get, you got the top eight skaters, they they went through all these different heats and they've made it to the finals. And now it's their two hours to skate, and they're gonna do their their best tricks or whatever. And so as they go one at a time, the other skaters are sitting and watching, mm -hmm. and they're hoping that they land their tricks. And not like they're not hoping that they fail the tricks. They're hoping that they land it, and then it's gnarly and it's the coolest thing ever because it's gonna push them to go harder. Yes, is jujitsu like that? Uh, I would say yes uh, on 
You mean so they're in the competition world? Yeah. On your on your school and your team, you want that guy to do the best, but you're competing against other schools mm-hmm. and other teams. Typically. Do you ever hope the other teams do their best? Oh, yeah. you always yeah, – yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want somebody to like – you don't want to win because the guy slipped or – you yeah. know what I'm saying? Something and like that's that. the same thing yeah, with Yeah, you want that guy to be his best. And, you're in the, and I've only watched little tiny clips of X Games. But when somebody hits a crazy uh, – like a crazy trick, mm-hmm. everybody's running yeah, out there hugging yeah, him. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. in football where that's a co- I don't want you to win. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, I think that's a competition thing, right? Like whether you're talking football, baseball, whatever, you always want your opponent to bring their best game because you want to beat that. And you don't want to win. me. If I'm playing football, I'll just beat you. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. You know and make the money. <laughs> that's yeah, why yeah, he yeah, 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 like, yeah. skateboard, and that comes from the streets. The Like where the corners, where this all started, right, was in the streets and parking lots. And people, when they landed something, the community, like whenever you watch somebody skate and they're trying something for an hour or two hours, you know this guy's been trying this mm-hmm. and this is going to be his magnum opus trick or whatever. Right. And he gets it and you're there to witness it. All of you feel like you landed yes. it. And that's yes. something that translates from the streets to competition, to like what everybody sees, like, oh, wow, their community is really, they're a really good community. They really support each other. That's crazy that everyone would get up for him, yeah. even though that was his competitor. And right. now the rest of them have to do it. Now yeah. Everybody now, else has now to do everybody it. Everybody has to well, figure you, out, how do I beat that? How yeah, do I go after yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then that steps it up, because if they do, then it's going to be the gnarliest thing anyone's seen. It's good entertainment, right? That's what's right. going to sell. Yeah, you, and you get higher and higher and higher yeah. and higher until and you just... The progression of skateboarding is insane. The things that people are doing now, just it, it's, it's unbelievable. Has, has anybody... You'll, you'll know the answer to this, I would assume. Has anybody... I'm not going to say surpassed Tony Hawk, but like... Okay. Who who is doing either either, either tricks that he never did? Because I or Joe, as big as him. Joey and I are way out from yeah. knowing any of these answers. As big as him, like Tony Hawk did this, but now this guy does that. He just doesn't have the the lineage of Tony Hawk. Is or there anything a, a out PlayStation there? PlayStation game? Cool. Yeah, or any of that absolutely, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So Tony Hawk is a household name because of no disrespect very, to Tony Hawk. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think. And he knows he's gotten this all the time. <laughs> he's dude. not you listening to You can't be that big and not got right. yeah. No, if he did, in the comments, he could shout out Tony Hawk. He could be. He could be. He, <laughs> he could got be. that big because of uh, of a lot of competitions, a lot of good deals, a lot of being reliable and smart in skateboarding, and that's something that you didn't really find at the time, right? Uh, there, Business there, wise, too. Right? Yeah, Is that what you're talking about. And yeah. like even like his advertisements and stuff, it was calculated. I'm not going to go and like wear a cheerleading costume for, for like he was he was doing things like what for his own brand, right? And, right. And the the games themselves, like you we made were a ton that of money. With, with uh, with uh, who was it the other day? Um, short comedian wouldn't wear the dress. Remember? Oh, uh, Cat Mr. Williams. No, no, yeah, but it was uh, what's the short comedian's name? Oh, it's gonna come back in a minute. Anyway, he was like, "I'm not doing this because I'm protecting my brand." I'm sorry, yeah. I interrupt the story. It'll no, and it's, it's it's Cat smart Williams. Dude. It was the other guy. It'll hit me in a minute. Okay, uh, fast talker. But oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, keep um, going, keep going. But if you're asking who has surpassed him, I I would say that. In different ways, um, like he's a household name. If you don't know another skateboarder yet, right? Could you could you name another one right now? Probably right. not. No. Yeah. So then then maybe no one in that in that way is past him. But in competition settings, there's the, the competitions have went beyond because he used to skate the vert ramps, like go jumping high and stuff. Now the competition formats have changed to a park format, which is more your transition and stuff. And then you have a street format, which is skate parks that are meant to look like an urban environment. Okay. In the which a lot of me, I really like watching the street skating. The people who go to the street uh, competition skating, Nigel Houston's been one of the biggest names in the game since street leagues came out. 
Nigel Houston's got he's the guy who makes all the money, gets all the fast cars, drops the sickest street parts. <clears throat> um should should have won skater of the year last year, just my opinion, but he's a really good skater. Um and he's um he's a really good competitor, he's really he really feeds into that competition. So he's he's would you say he's the Tom Brady of Tony Hawk? Uh, no, is he the Tom Brady? Oh, uh, the, like the goat uh, yeah, skater. Yeah, yeah. I goat, think a goat. lot of people would say he's the Tom Brady or yeah. the Michael Jordan. Right, right, right. Um, he's a goat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but now, like, we're looking at Japan, and now they got Yuta Horigome, who won in Tokyo 2020. He won the Olympics, so it's like it's hard to be like, well, who's the best? Right, like, and and in skateboarding, uh, I like to say, and I hear it a lot that it, you were the best that day. Like you were on that oh, day, the US. stars aligned, bro, yeah. and like the like you had like it was you were the best that day. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think the UFC is the same way. Like you, you're you're the best right now at that moment. Mm -hmm. right? yeah, yeah, but yeah. tomorrow you could get crushed. I mean NFL, yeah. I guess yeah. they're the same way, kind of too. But yeah, it's it's your moment, your time right now or whatever. Um, I was gonna ask. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so just to show you how like out of the loop I am, going back to the Tony Hawk reference, I remember him jumping out of a helicopter and. Dropping in, right? Yeah. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. And then he did. Did he do a seven twenty? Uh, I don't know if in the in the helicopter situation that's what he did. Okay, but, but he is famous for the nine hundred. Okay, okay, I maybe I got the number wrong. Which the nine hundred was they? It was a beautiful moment that would never be. You could never replicate this. It was back when MTV is really yes, big, right? Everybody's yes, tuned yes. into MTV. Yes. X Games yes. is uh, is being featured on MTV, and first and. It's after the contest. Contest already finished. Yes. But he's been working on this trick, the yes. 900. Yes. And it, the t the cameras are on. And they, they're like, hey, just go for it. Like, we just want to see it. That's why everyone there, even the people who are producing the whatever the event was, they wanted to see it. For and sure. so he landed it on live television. And everybody felt that hype. And that's what catapulted a lot of skateboarding out of the 90s. Um, was that because it was starting to it was starting to decline a little bit and when he did that it just propelled it yeah okay so was and, that the biggest trick then and and you may have already answered this, i'm sorry and and is that still the biggest trick now no <laughs> no not Bro, even close game. yeah in turn that wasn't the biggest trick then uh it was it, it was the biggest trick then for okay. sure okay um basically um now you got I mean, there's a 10 year old kid who can do it, 900, and he wow. can he can do yeah, the see, the 10. Uh, I think it's the 1080 that <laughs> comes afterwards, right? Are you serious? Wait, so that's just that's no, it's a 1020. That's yes. rotation, yes. right? So yes. 360, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah, and that's just like rotating your body. So are you serious about a 10 year old can do that now? Yeah, you could probably look this up right now. There's a 10 year old probably doing it, uh, 10 or 30, some some kid, and that's for sure a thing that's happened. And, and Tony Hawk, like, it's not like he was upset about it. Like no. he's so no, 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 it's no, no, gnarly but, that yeah. the generation's coming up even bigger and better. But I'll, I'll tell you, it's again, it goes back to anything, no matter what you're talking about, skating or whatever. Like it reminds me of the photo of the uh, was it the first Super Bowl where the guys on the sideline with a cigarette and a beer. You know, you, yeah, we've all seen that photo. Yeah, yeah. Like as things progress, it gets more focused, more focused, more focused, more focused to where yeah, the thing that you did at the pinnacle of your career thirty years ago, UFC is the same way. Go look at UFC one and and the fighting like, styles Ken, they were doing then. Ken Shamrock, Hoist Gracie, Hoist Gracie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Compared Kimbo to Kimbo Slice, uh, no, it was way later. He didn't do very well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but, but but what I'm saying is, is that it goes through some iterations. Well, no, what it is is that people you push the boundaries like mm -hmm. he did. You're building, and, you're, and you're the first guy. Yeah, and then everybody else says, okay, this is physically doable. And then every kid that you inspired focuses that. on that, on that, on yeah. that, on that. And then now ten year olds can do it. So in yeah. my my opinion, like you said, Tony Hawk embraced it. 
I would look at that and be like, yeah, well, I inspired all those guys. Those, yeah. The 10-year-olds are doing he, that, not in an ego way, but like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm part of that. He did a great job inspiring us, and he did it through like a, the, the best me, means of all for that age group, video games, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's another- He's a good guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no like bad stories about. Oh, Charlie, I that I know of. No, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying he didn't like go on a coke bender and punch yeah. three women in the face, right? Like, yeah, that we know of. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> right. the, and the, there were skaters who probably did. Maybe you know. I know the NFL has um, been riddled with some of that. Yeah, and that's you're gonna find that probably anywhere. But correct, um, correct. The, I'm just saying the guys he inspired though, like the people who are leaping off of his shoulders. Like there's this dude Jaws Hamoki who used to skate for Birdhouse for Tony Hawk, who mm-hmm. was inspired also by Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. He jumps down the big like his thing is he will jump down the biggest set of stairs that he could find he'll jump off of houses and like when he was growing up and skating that was his favorite thing to do and like that was the biggest thing him and his friends did but then his friends couldn't keep up with him yeah. anymore because yeah. he just he's like crazy, we did that bro. one time yeah. dude and like you just want to keep doing it. and mm-hmm. like he would so like uh. you know there's it's hard to say who's who is the best because there's so many different ways and styles of skating now and it, it but it did come from something right yeah what would be the biggest I know you're saying there's a lot but like name like one biggest trick that's out there right now that only maybe one or two guys can do. um if they're in the olympics and you gotta pull out one trick to win it all what would it be okay uh i would say some some of the things i see niger doing that i i hope he gets like a switch uh switch heel flip blunt slide break it's, that down for the non-skater guy okay so we got switch is the first word I said. Yep. So switch, like I can ride the board regular. When you hop on the board, we all have a, a particular stance. So that's your normal like, like way this, of riding. Right? Like yeah. your feet. Yes. Right. So then when you switch your stance and you have the alternate foot forward, it's kind of, it feels like you're riding backwards. It yeah, feels like right and left handed. Yeah. Does that, does that have to do with right hand, left hand yeah. or just how you learn? Yeah. It, well, feet- I don't know if it has to do with how it, uh, right hand, left hand, but it has to do with how you initially learn. And so right. everybody just learns a different stance and that's the same for snowboarding, uh, surfing, right, right, right. Uh, skateboarding. Um, I so- would assume like I'm right handed. I would assume. If you gave me that skateboard right now, I would stand on it with my left foot forward and my right foot in the back. You're saying to switch, I would switch around the right foot forward, left foot in the back. Yes. Okay. So already that's difficult. Okay. Um, he would be doing this on a handrail. So uh, like it would be on a massive stair set, at least 10 stairs, right? So it's already really big. And the thing about stair sets is that you imagine like you're, you're standing at the end of a stair set and now you're going to go back up about 50 yards. So you have enough speed. You're hauling enough ass so that when you jump down these stairs, you make it to the bottom. So you have to make a decision way back there to, to have the How heart far? to do yeah, this, yeah, yeah, to go yeah. fast as hell, which because if you pro miss tip, pro tip goes fast as you can, that's the only way to get through it. Yeah. But that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, my right. leg hurts from listening yeah. to this so already. You're oh, going, one, you're riding backwards. Two, you're going as fast as you can. Three, now you're going to flip the board. So out of, all the flip tricks there are there's a ton of difficult flip tricks some people will learn kick flips and then learn heel flips so we're doing a trick that's harder than a kick flip which most people knows where you kick the board heel flip is you're kicking instead of kicking out with your toes you're kicking out with your heel okay um so you're kicking the board into a heel flip and then you have to catch it in midair and then you have to point which is the this is the hardest part for me you have to point the very tip of your tail at the ledge at or whatever yes. f- surface so the rail in this instance just this part of the board is making contact with the rail and you have to hold on to it and balance until you get to the bottom. Yes. And then you have to land. 
I feel like I could do that. Yeah. We got any stairs here? And give me that board. And that's just one. Ba- <laughs> and I and that is the first one that came to mind because there's a ton of harder tricks that are coming yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. Like, but all of them go off the same concept. You're going as fast as you can, and you you got to do it perfect. Like, if you don't do it perfect, oh, you're not getting all the points. If you put your hand down, at, like you land and put your hand down, doesn't like it don't count. Yeah. If you scrape your tail, if it gets sketchy, like people yeah. don't want that. So in the Olympics, it's the same thing. Like. Yep. diving like the technical points come yep. out yep. All the time. H- how do you how do you practice that particular trick that you just said okay I, okay you gotta first be comfortable skating and yes. then let's say you are let's say you can skate switch then you have to know your some of your tricks that you know normal you have to learn opposite yes so once you learn those then we have to make sure that you're good at rails so first starting on just flat ground rails flat rails ah, right okay um so you're gonna maybe practice on that for a while then it's it also is different hauling ass right at yeah. the stair set so you got to get comfortable doing that psychologically so, yeah and uh, it's a different battle every time you get more comfortable with the battles that you have like the more you do it right like the more you do it the more confident you are so keep keeping up the progress with that and then I mean honestly sometimes though like you it's a leap of faith you don't know if you can do it you've never tried the first time anyone hit a rail anyone hit a rail. They, they had no, no one. Clue. Yeah, they yeah. had no idea. The first time I did it, never I had no idea. The best thing you could do is just see what happens. Just fuck around and find out. But <laughs> but but it hurts when you fall. That's why you got. That's why I said. <laughs> well, that's it hurts why less I, when they fall the right yeah, way. That's yeah. why I say you either get good at falling or you yeah. get good at landing. Yeah. yeah. And so you ha- you basically have to do both. But uh, so you learn how to fall. So learning to go fast, learning how to roll out, learning. That okay, this is that wasn't enough speed. I need to kick out, or maybe that was too much speed, or whatever it is. You're cal- you're dialing it all in over time yeah, and yeah. over maybe a couple hundred iterations. So it's just like taking BP. I'm yep. hitting a baseball, yep. hitting a yep. baseball, hitting a baseball. He know he knows before he ever as soon as he leaves the ground that this isn't right. Yeah, yeah, and he can bail out. Yeah, yeah. Um, or he might make the calculated risk to try and save it. You correct, know? correct, and, and correct. That, How that gangster come, that, are you? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that comes from the pro. Like, you don't get to that point yeah. by, like, abandoning the plan correct. all the time. Yeah, you go to Some, it. Yeah. Uh, and, are, are y'all at least wearing helmets when y'all are doing that? Uh, no. Ugh. No. Uh, so, in, 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 if you're under 18 in the in the professional level contest, which the, the female level contests are insane. They've grown so much in their progression, but most of their skaters – are actually under 18, and so by like Olympic yeah, law, they have, they have to, to wear yeah, 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 Anyone yeah, yeah. over 18 doesn't have to. Um, but the, the can I ask you a question? Why, why not wear the helmet? Um, well, I, does if, it impede on anything? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Does okay, get, mess your have, balance. Have up? you have you heard of Jordan Peterson? Yes. So he 100%. Ha, have you heard that he said leave skaters alone when they're doing their thing? He's he yeah. says that because they're learning something, right? Um, they they know that I know that I'm out there without a helmet. I know that's that like the libertarian I know, clause. I I get I know I get that, that I can get hurt. I get right? that. Yes. It yes. It's up to you. Yeah. I I get that. I so that that's part of it, but it's also like at a certain point you have to you, what say how many safety nets do you want me to put on you for you to for for you to go for this like like at a certain point you I, are I, risking something. Yeah, for sure. So I guess th- I think kind of the what you're talking about there is like legal. Uh, Restraints? No, 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 no. Um, uh, mandating that you wear it versus mm-hmm. why wear it or why wear it not on your own accord. Yeah. What What's the answer to that? Like, why, why would you not not wear it as a skater? Does it affect your balance? I could I could understand that. That even though that helmet's light. Yeah. So a professional could say 
it makes me not move Andy as An- agile. Andy Anderson is a pro skater in the street circuit who's unusual because he always wears his helmet in the pro-level mm-hmm. contest. He's one of the only guys who does it. To me, it looks cool. And they look cool. The helmets look cool. Some, some of them Your do. helmet right here looks and, cool. And he grew up doing that. And that, like, he grew up through the Woodward track, which is uh, a camp for skateboarders, and they wore helmets. And, like, he just, he just kept doing it because that's what he wanted to do. But... A lot of times the skateboarders just they just don't want to wear it. It's either uncomfortable, hot, or it's like maybe it doesn't look cool to them. <laughs> and there's a part of that that I agree with because a lot of the reason a lot of people get into skateboarding in the first place is because they, they think it looks cool. And some like the style, the fashion, yeah, what yeah, you wear, for sure. everything goes Especially in. Especially in the late nineties, early two thousands, yeah, right? It, it, it you yourself can be a little bit of a art piece, right? If we're going to go and film these street parts, right? The street part, and it's not going to get all the credit it's going to get if you're wearing a helmet, like prob- probably, um, because they're going to be like, oh, cool part, but you were wearing a helmet the whole time. And that's just how the community oh, so is. Oh, you're ah, shade. You're yeah. shade. Yeah, and, yeah. And Damn. so it is a little bit of a cultural thing, community thing. And it, it there's people like Andy Anderson. I bring him up because he, he wears his helmet and he's like, well, I also, I'm out there in the public eye and I know there's a lot of kids who skate Correct. and maybe, Correct. maybe they'll wear the helmet. And when you're skating vert, the vert and street are a little different because I can, a bad fall can hit you anytime. You never know what could happen, right? In street or in vert, but in street, most of my movement is along a horizontal plane. So like if I'm going fast and I'm going that way and I know how to roll right. and all tuck and all that stuff. Great. If I'm on a vert ramp that goes up and down and my movement is vertical, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how I know how to fall. It, like you, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, that yeah. makes a ton of sense. And so there's a one of the worst ones I ever seen. A dude like he comes out and like he he shot out like like if a if a half pipe's like this uh-huh. right, yeah, yeah, and it's a big like like a 15 like footer, a yeah, yeah, yeah. He he came up and instead of like coming up parallel with the wall Correct. of the ramp, Correct. he was shot out about halfway between both walls. That's and there, straight th- down. there's no yeah, he's just coming straight down. And there's no type of roll or fall that can get Nothing. you out of that. Nothing. So yeah, I understand wearing helmets and pads and all that stuff for that. And uh yeah, he he was out of the contest. I remember seeing that on TV, it was crazy. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> I hope I forget, he, I forget yeah. the dude's name, but I I've, I well, just the remember. reason you don't remember because he didn't do anything cool after that. Oh <laughs> yeah, maybe. he was out of the game. That reminds me though you say about like the culture kind of giving you flack, like, oh you did a cool trick, but you were wearing the helmet. That's a cultural perception thing. And we yeah. talk about it on this show. It's kind of the same about the old school way when, when social media hit, everybody wanted to have the most fish that they could have yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the boat. Oh. So you're not a good fisherman unless you post a picture at the end and your, your boat's just covered with fish, right? Okay. And then now over time, I hope, and we, we're, we try to be an advocate of it, don't do that photo. Release the ones that you don't need. Only take as much as you want. Don't destroy the fishery, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's not cool anymore. What's cool is one or two fish that I'm going to eat or this is the big behemoth that I'm keeping, but I don't need to like flex on y'all by showing you just tons of wasted meat and dead animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And maybe in y'all's culture, if everybody talked about it enough, you could change that. I can still do a cool flip trick, whatever, but yeah. I can still wear a helmet and I'm not, so I'm not a pansy. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I, I think it would be we're we're doing as much as we can to like kind of shape the culture in a, a positive way, but also like it's it's also their community. They're gonna do whatever they no, want. No, understood, yeah, 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 understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it just takes a couple guys, girls, yeah. or whatever inside that community to make a conscious effort to say, hey, like, and I don't know what the brain injuries are or whatever. And you're just you're looking from a medical standpoint. 
Yeah. 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 Just because you know we're talking about it, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just you know I always thought like I think the helmets look cool. I mean they yeah. you know why not wear them? But I could get it if it if it messed you up. But anyway, in uh, I'm sounding like a, a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have children. Get off my lawn. Yeah, it's your too loud. It's yeah, too loud. Yeah, Turn yeah, your yeah, rock yeah. music down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say though that after like 22 years like of me skating, mm-hmm. and even like after maybe like a couple years of skating, there's a lot like if you're just in a parking lot, I don't really need the helmet. Yeah, like, I'm not going down bad. Like I'm not going right. down like you're really going hard. two and a half feet at yeah. the most. Yeah. Um, uh, Ryan Lynn put in a comment earlier, and I flashed. I'm gonna flash it again. He said, uh, "Man, skateboarding teaches you consistency is key to mastering whatever you are working on." He said, "After failing hundreds and hundreds of times, and you keep going, you'll actually get something down, and then you'll take that. Uh, you'll take that down the stairs, drops, etc. Uh, then the feeling of landing it and learning it, you'll feel everything pay off." And Ryan. That's yeah. a great comment because exactly, doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if you're trying to be like the best skateboarder, runner. If you're trying to be the best, like podcaster, um, pot, yeah. Well, we're still working on it. <laughs> uh, I watched a guy the other day that was trying to be the best at. Uh, it was something on old school Nintendo with Tetris. He beat it. The kid beat it. Yeah, oh, but, the, where but, but he... one of the. Did you see that? Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, exactly what, I love what retro you just gaming. did. The. If you just hit the directional pad like we all did back in the day, like with your thumbs and your fingers, somebody figured out that if you hold the controller and do do it again, what you just did, like he, he did, he did like a, yeah, a wave where you, he turned the controller backwards, yes. and because he was tapping on it like a wave, like a rhythm, you can do it way faster. He found a way he could do it way faster by doing that than actually p- pressing it with his thumbs. No. And like I, I said but it earlier, y'all are talking about the little kid who just beat testers. Yeah, you see I, that? That well, was him. That's what he did a four stop, and it, that's. That's he's the only person that's ever done it besides AI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I don't. I think it's. I know that kid. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a different guy. But I. But you. You and I watched the same thing. They figured out how to move it quicker by not doing the weight. And I don't care what you're doing. When you get to something at that level and you figured out at that level, I'm all on board with yeah. it. Yeah. Because you're right. That translate like Ryan just was was alluding to. And that translates to anything in life. Just stick with it. Keep grounding. If you love it. Now, if you don't love it, don't do it. Yeah. And that's don't why a it. lot of parents love to bring their kids out there because they're learning those skills at a young age. And they, and there's a ton of other skills that are coming out um, from it. But the consistency part, like staying with it and you just grow and then you can see, you can look back and see your progress. That's great. But like we're talking about like doing difficult tricks down stair sets. You tried it a thousand times before you got it once. Correct. And now you got to try it a couple more hundred times to get it to where it's consistent so that you can keep landing it. And then was that the best you can do it? Is that perfect? Skateboarders are the most critical of their own tricks. Um, and so like they, they're going to go at it until it's like, there's no room for misinterpretation that this was me doing it with the, the style of like every, everything was the way it was meant to be. Yeah. I think people that watch like the NFL playoff season right now, you don't realize how much time those guys have put into being able to jump up, reach up, grab a ball, catch it with one hand, and then land on one foot and drag that back foot in to stay in bounds. What that takes in real time and how many hours yeah. and times they've done that. Same thing. That's, and, you know well, I mean? even in skateboarding, yeah. like say you're not the most athletic. Say you, you don't like baseball. You don't like football. Mm-hmm. You don't like soccer. You don't like running. You can go grab a skateboard. Yeah. And- it's possibly a, be the best in the world. Well, it's it's its own form of athleticism, mm-hmm. though. It's just a different set of yeah. And you yeah. Don't have to run a and four three or jump. Seven correct, foot correct, yeah. correct. Could, and it it could be a competitive thing. We've talked a lot about competitive nature of skateboarding now, but the, like it also has a very creative side. And there's some people who will never mess with the 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 com- competition, and they're just there for 
what it does for them, how it stimulates their brain. And like, they're just going out there. I'm going to do something no one's ever did before, but it's not for them. It's for me. I've just, can it, is it possible? And that's where a lot of the tricks came from. Like Rodney Mullen, the godfather of skateboarding, who, Mm -hmm. who invented a ton of the flip tricks and stuff that we know today. He did that in Florida when he was living under a bridge. Like he just did it like on like a little plank of wood, but like a really small square, square foot area. And that's where he learned a lot of those tricks and then he taught it to other people, and then it just went off from What there. about the freedom of going out there and just treating it like you're surfing on concrete yeah. and even like with not even a lot of tricks? That just, to me, looks like freedom. So the the skateboarding that, that started in the beginning was a lot of like, I'm going to learn about what I can do, it, just me with the board. Mm-hmm. And then as people started taking it to the urban environment, they're like, what can I do with me, the board, and now this this curb or this stair set? Like they it's uh, that's what makes it such a creative art form is that you don't know yet like like this round ledge has i wonder if anyone's ever done this i wonder if i can do this and maybe i can flip into it oh it feels kind of good when i do that like i just lean my weight this way it feels natural Mm -hmm. they're discovering all these things about their environment right um and so it's a some and i said it a little bit earlier but some skaters see the all skaters see the world through a different lens because now we're seeing like how can we interact with our environment around us and it's it's so yeah. awesome can i skate that Look yeah at that bench over there can i skate that yeah, yeah but that, yeah. i mean that tra- that what you just talked about that mindset that philosophy translates to anything in yeah. life like like we were talking about earlier so yeah. dude, that's amazing dude I, I i love the conversation i love what y'all are doing uh let's recap on the events that you have coming up yeah, what, that one right what, there. T- yeah tell tell us to the event again and then not only just that event though if anybody heard this tonight and they want to uh, they want to jump on board, I've already shared in the comments your um, y'all scroll back up if you want to the uh, the 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 link to your um, Gulf Coast Skate Park Association, which is a page on Facebook that you run. Mm-hmm. You're the admin of. It's got a killer picture of all the guy guys and girls that are a part of your community around here locally. But uh, hit them with the event and then and then how do I'm in? I'm bought in. How do I follow you yeah. and get a part of this? All right, so. If, uh, if you want to be a part of us, first you can go to uh, our Facebook page for sure. Um, and we're going to be taking a new picture at our event on January 20th. So if you want to be in that, come this out. This event right here that Joe's yep. showing? Okay. So this is our Bluxy Winter Skate Jam. So the main thing here is in the morning we're going to be doing lessons for kids. So if you want to show up and do lessons, guess what? They're free. Then we're going to roll into a demo from Change Skate Team. Uh, they're basically a professional team that's coming down to show us what skateboarding's like. It's going to be one of the biggest events in skateboarding that's happened on the coast then. We're going to roll into our best trick contest. Okay. Uh, so we have some prizes up for grabs from Yaya's, um, which is going to be awesome. Also, afterwards, we're going to be doing an after party at 6 p.m. at the Fly Llama. So uh, afterwards, if you want to come out and uh, get a beer and maybe meet some of the people from the Change Skate team, um, discounts for anyone who brings their skateboards is what I was told. Uh, then... Uh, so that's, it's going to be, that's a one way that you can come in and, and plug in and get involved in our community. And those, we do these meet those skate meetups quarterly, but if you just want to come and skate every Wednesday night, we're underneath the I-110 bridge, uh, out there in Hopkins and, and Howard. Um, and then, uh, we also have some merch on our store. Oh, so yeah. yeah, we, we, we started that up. So my niece said, I would, I would totally love to get some merch from you. I was like, why don't I do merch? Right. So of course we're doing merch. And so the profits from that. Um, go straight into helping us stand up, um, our organization. And then eventually we're going to be funding skate parks and growing the skateboarding community. Um, but that's, 
what's really big on the horizon right now. And then January 31st, we're looking at doing a, a sit down with our community and having us talk uh, about what we want to see in our skate park. So be stay, stay tuned for that. Where do I go to get the merch? You can go to the Gulf Coast Skate Parks Association dot org. Okay. And we have a store that's on there. You click the store button and it'll take you over to our Shopify store. Okay. Um, so oh, we do drop shipping right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So any businesses that want to get involved, the best way to hit you up is Facebook? Is that where you're most active? That's where I'm most active. Yep. Facebook or uh, you can send me an email at tyler.proant at the Gulf Coast Skate Park. Sorry. tyler.proant at Gulf Coast Skate Parks Association dot org. Yeah. Dude. I love it, man. Killer, I love man. it. Six years into the game, uh, just like we are. Uh, yours actually goes back further than that, but uh, you're still <laughs> at it. You're uh, still as passionate as you've always been. You love it. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Out. I, 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 Do y'all want to set up a even, tent? Well, uh, yes, oh, we would see. love to. Some, some, of those, January. some of those Wednesday nights. If, oh. not, if we're not duck hunting – Next weekend, if, yeah. if it freezes like it's supposed to, mm-hmm. yeah. we'll be there. Yeah, All right. we'll come and hang out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't step on one of those. for. Well, I can't right now, but uh, I felt like if I did, I would end up in the same boat that I'm yeah. in right what now. What about your kids? Uh, oh, I don't think they could do that either. <laughs> James, maybe Jack. Jane's Jane, pretty close. Uh, Jack yeah, might, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. anyway, yeah. I don't know. Mine I'll, has a skateboard, but she doesn't ride a whole lot. I love the passion. Uh, and, we, and we said earlier, too, if you got bikes, Rollerblades, all yeah, that, wheel inclusive, uh, all scooters, wheel. yeah, all that come to it. Uh, I love the passion, dude. I've dropped all the links, man. Um, dude, thank you so much for the support. No, man. dude, it's oh, all it's our all pleasure, good. bro. Yeah. It's all our pleasure. I, I'm glad you're back on uh, on our turf, back over here in the U.S. Me too, man. And then back on the coast, especially bumping into out. you like yeah, uh, along the, yeah, around yeah, the coast. Yeah. I didn't been know great. you were home. I didn't know you were home at that time, if mm-hmm. I remember right. And yeah, we're gonna get it rolling. Uh, yeah, no, no pun intended, but we're gonna get it rolling. Good segue. There it is. Um, we're gonna get it rolling. Y'all go give them a follow, man. Go check them out. Get, at least like support the cause and help. Help them get the word out with the cities. Yeah, and, yeah. And come out. Cause, I mean, it's free to the public, right? You just yep, come out free. and watch yeah, whatever come you out. want to do. Watch some crazy stuff. So, uh, yeah. dude, it's thanks for nuts. joining us tonight. Uh, everybody that listened and commented, man, we really appreciate that. That helps us out a ton as well. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app, it's free. App Store and Google Play. Go do that, and you can stay up to date with all the things that we're doing here, all the episodes that we have, uh, the guests that we have coming in. I'm going to put Joey on the spot. Again, we got a show tomorrow night. Yeah. He was in the comments earlier. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Joel. Okay. Yeah, bass fishing guy. We're going to go yeah, back yeah, yeah. into the fishing game a little yeah, bit, guys. Yeah. But we're going to bounce around in 24, man. We've always done that, and we're going to continue to do that. If it has anything to do with the coast or anything that we think is even interesting, we're going to cover it. So Yeah. Y'all stay on the uh, – keep watching, tuning in, and we'll keep doing them. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. That's it. Later. Yee-yee. Thanks so much for checking out the show. We really appreciate the support. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app yet, go do it. It's free in the App Store and on Google Play. We have everything covered for a day out on the water. We've got the tides, the radar, Tails and Scales app. We've got a radio station right inside of it, and it's all free. All of our content is in there. You can listen to the show directly inside of the app. Make sure you keep your notifications turned on so you can stay in touch with us as we go live with guests in the future and plan events. We want to thank our app sponsor, Taylor & Cox Law Firm. If you need any legal representation, man, like we said before, give them a call at 228-696-0111. If y'all keep tuning in, we'll keep doing them. We'll see you on the next one. Brown water bay.